The Book of Numbers, Chapter 5. The unclean are removed out of the camp. Confession of sins and satisfaction. First fruits and oblations belonging to the priests. Trial of jealousy. And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Command the children of Israel that they cast out of the camp every leper, and whosoever hath an issue of seed, or is defiled by the dead. Whether it be man or woman, cast ye them out of the camp, lest they defile it, when I shall dwell with you. And the children of Israel did so, and they cast them forth without the camp, as the Lord had spoken to Moses. And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Say to the children of Israel, When a man or woman shall have committed any of all the sins that men are wont to commit, and by negligence shall have transgressed the commandment of the Lord, and offended, they shall confess their sin, and restore the principle itself, and the fifth part over and above to him against whom they have sinned. But if there be no one to receive it, they shall give it to the Lord, and it shall be the priests, besides the ram that is offered for expiation to be an atoning sacrifice. All the first fruits also which the children of Israel offer belong to the priest. And whatsoever is offered into the sanctuary by every one and is delivered into the hands of the priest, it shall be his. And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to the children of Israel, and thou shalt say to them, The man whose wife shall have gone astray, and contemning her husband shall have slept with another man, and her husband cannot discover it, but the adultery is secret, and cannot be proved by witnesses, because she was not found in the adultery. If the spirit of jealousy stir up the husband against his wife, who either is defiled or is charged with false suspicion, he shall bring her to the priest, and shall offer an oblation for her the tenth part of a measure of barley meal. He shall not pour oil thereon, nor put frankincense upon it, because it is a sacrifice of jealousy, and an oblation searching out adultery. The priest therefore shall offer it, and set it before the Lord. And he shall take holy water in an earthen vessel, and he shall cast a little earth of the pavement of the tabernacle into it. And when the woman shall stand before the Lord, he shall uncover her head, and shall put on her hands the sacrifice of remembrance, and the oblation of jealousy. And he himself shall hold the most bitter waters, whereon he hath heaped curses with execration. And he shall adjure her, and shall say, if another man hath not slept with thee, and if thou be not defiled by forsaking thy husband's bed, these most bitter waters on which I have heaped curses shall not hurt thee. But if thou hast gone aside from thy husband, and art defiled, and hast lain with another man, these curses shall light upon thee. The Lord make thee a curse, and an example for all among his people. May he make thy thigh to rot, and may thy belly swell and burst asunder. Let the cursed waters enter into thy belly, and may thy womb swell and thy thigh rot. And the woman shall answer, Amen, Amen. And the priest shall write these curses in a book, and shall wash them out with the most bitter waters upon which he hath heaped the curses. And he shall give them her to drink, and when she hath drunk them up, the priest shall take from her hand the sacrifice of jealousy, and shall elevate it before the Lord, and shall put it upon the altar, Yet so as first, to take a handful of the sacrifice of that which is offered, and burn it upon the altar, and so give the most bitter waters to the woman to drink. And when she hath drunk them, if she be defiled, and having despised her husband, be guilty of adultery, the malediction shall go through her, and her belly swelling, her thigh shall rot, 
and the woman shall be a curse and an example to all the people. But if she be not defiled, she shall not be hurt and shall bear children. This is the law of jealousy. If a woman hath gone aside from her husband and be defiled, and the husband stirred up by the spirit of jealousy, bring her before the Lord and the priest do to her according to all things that are here written. The husband shall be blameless and she shall bear her iniquity. Chapter 6 The Law of the Nazarites The Form of Blessing the People And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to the children of Israel, and thou shalt say to them, When a man or a woman shall make a vow to be sanctified, and will consecrate themselves to the Lord, they shall abstain from wine and from everything that may make a man drunk. They shall not drink vinegar of wine, or of any other drink, nor anything that is pressed out of the grape, nor shall they eat grapes either fresh or dried. All the days that they are consecrated to the Lord by vow, they shall eat nothing that cometh of the vineyard, from the raisin even to the kernel. All the time of his separation no razor shall pass over his head until the day be fulfilled of his consecration to the Lord. He shall be holy, and shall let the hair of his head grow. All the time of his consecration he shall not go in to any dead. Neither shall he make himself unclean, even for his father, or for his mother, or for his brother, or for his sister, when they die, because the consecration of his God is upon his head. All the days of his separation he shall be holy to the Lord. But if any man die suddenly before him, the head of his consecration shall be defiled, and he shall shave it forthwith on the same day of his purification, and again on the seventh day. And on the eighth day he shall bring two turtles, or two young pigeons, to the priest in the entry of the covenant of the testimony. And the priest shall offer one for sin, and the other for a holocaust, and shall pray for him, for that he hath sinned by the dead. And he shall sanctify his head that day, and shall consecrate to the Lord the days of his separation, offering a lamb of one year for sin, yet so that the former days be made void, because his sanctification was profaned. This is the law of consecration. When the days which he had determined by vow shall be expired, he shall bring him to the door of the tabernacle of the covenant, and shall offer his oblation to the Lord, one he lamb of a year old without blemish for a holocaust, and one ewe lamb of a year old without blemish for a sin offering, and one ram without blemish for a victim of peace offering. A basket also of unleavened bread, tempered with oil, and wafers without leaven anointed with oil, and the libations of each. And the priest shall present them before the Lord, and shall offer both the sin offering and the holocaust. But the ram he shall immolate for a sacrifice of peace offering to the Lord, offering at the same time the basket of unleavened bread, and the libations that are due by custom. Then shall the hair of the consecration of the Nazarite be shaved off before the door of the tabernacle of the covenant, and he shall take his hair and lay it upon the fire which is under the sacrifice of the peace offerings, and shall take the boiled shoulder of the ram, and one unleavened cake out of the basket, and one unleavened wafer, and he shall deliver them into the hands of the Nazarite, after his head is shaven. And receiving them again from him, he shall elevate them in the sight of the Lord. And they being sanctified shall belong to the priest, as the breast which was commanded to be separated, and the shoulder. After this the Nazarite may drink wine. This is the law of the Nazarite, when he hath vowed his oblation to the Lord in the time of his consecration, besides those things which his hand shall find. According to that which he had vowed in his mind, so shall he do for the fulfilling of his sanctification. 
And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Say to Aaron and his sons, Thus shall you bless the children of Israel, and you shall say to them, The Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord show his face to thee, and have mercy on thee. The Lord turn his countenance to thee, and give thee peace. And they shall invoke my name upon the children of Israel, and I will bless them. Chapter 7 The Offerings of the Princes at the Dedication of the Tabernacle God Speaketh to Moses from the Propitiatory And it came to pass in the day that Moses had finished the tabernacle and set it up and had anointed and sanctified it with all its vessels, the altar likewise and all the vessels thereof, the princes of Israel and the heads of the families and every tribe who were the rulers of them who had been numbered offered their gifts before the Lord, six wagons covered and twelve oxen. Two princes offered one wagon, and each one the ox, and they offered them before the tabernacle. And the Lord said to Moses, Receive them from them to serve in the ministry of the tabernacle, and thou shalt deliver them to the Levites according to the order of their ministry. Moses therefore, receiving the wagons and the oxen, delivered them to the Levites. Two wagons and four oxen he gave to the sons of Gerson, according to their necessity. The other four wagons and eight oxen he gave to the sons of Merari, according to their offices and service, under the hand of Ithamar, the son of Aaron the priest. But to the sons of Kath he gave no wagons or oxen, because they serve in the sanctuary and carry their burdens upon their own shoulders. And the princes offered for the dedication of the altar on the day when it was anointed, their oblation before the altar. And the Lord said to Moses, Let each of the princes one day after another offer their gifts for the dedication of the altar. The first day Nahasan, the son of Aminadab, of the tribe of Judah, offered his offering. And his offering was a silver dish weighing 130 sickles, a silver bowl of 70 sickles according to the weight of the sanctuary, both full of flour tempered with oil for a sacrifice, a little mortar of 10 sickles of gold full of incense, an ox of the herd, and a ram, and a lamb of a year old for a holocaust, and a buck goat for sin. And for the sacrifice of peace offerings, two oxen, five rams, five he goats, five lambs of a year old. This was the offering of Nahasan, the son of Aminadab. The second day, Nathaniel, the son of Suar, prince of the tribe of Issachar, made his offering, a silver dish weighing 130 sickles a silver bowl of seventy sickles according to the weight of the sanctuary, both full of flour tempered with oil for a sacrifice, a little mortar of gold weighing ten sickles full of incense, an ox of the herd and a ram, and a lamb of a year old for a holocaust, and a buck goat for sin. And for the sacrifice of peace offerings, two oxen, five rams, five buck goats, five lambs of a year old. This was the offering of Nathaniel, the son of Suar. The third day the prince of the sons of Zebulon, Eliab the son of Helon, offered a silver dish weighing 130 sickles, a silver bowl of 70 sickles by the weight of the sanctuary, both full of flour tempered with oil for a sacrifice, a little mortar of gold weighing 10 sickles full of incense, an ox of the herd, and a ram, and a lamb of a year old for a holocaust, and a buck goat for sin, and for the sacrifice of peace offerings, two oxen, five rams, five buck goats, five lambs of a year old. This is the oblation of Eliab, the son of Helon. The fourth day, the prince of the sons of Reuben, Elisur, the son of Sidur, offered a silver dish weighing 130 sickles, a silver bowl of 70 sickles according to the weight of the sanctuary, both full of flour tempered with oil for a sacrifice, 
a little mortar of gold weighing ten sickles full of incense, an ox of the herd, and a ram, and a lamb of a year old for a holocaust, and a buck goat for sin. And for victims of peace offerings, two oxen, five rams, five buck goats, five lambs of a year old. This was the offering of Elisor, the son of Sidior. The fifth day, the prince of the sons of Simeon, Salamiel, the son of Suresadai, offered a silver dish weighing 130 sickles, a silver bowl of 70 sickles after the weight of the sanctuary, both full of flour tempered with oil for a sacrifice, a little mortar of gold weighing 10 sickles full of incense, an ox of the herd and a ram and a lamb of a year old for a holocaust and a buck goat for sin, and for sacrifices of peace offerings, two oxen, five rams, five buck goats, five lambs of a year old. This was the offering of Salamiel, the son of Sorisadai. The sixth day, the prince of the sons of God, Eliasaph, the son of Duel, offered a silver dish weighing 130 sickles, a silver bowl of 70 sickles by the weight of the sanctuary, both full of flour tempered with oil for a sacrifice, a little mortar of gold weighing 10 sickles full of incense, an ox of the herd and a ram, and a lamb of a year old for a holocaust, and a buck goat for sin, and for sacrifices of peace offerings, two oxen, five rams, five buck goats, five lambs of a year old. This was the offering of Eliasaph, the son of Duel. The seventh day, the prince of the sons of Ephraim, Elisama, the son of Amiud, offered a silver dish weighing 130 sickles, a silver bowl of 70 sickles according to the weight of the sanctuary, both full of flour tempered with oil for a sacrifice, a little mortar of gold weighing 10 sickles full of incense, an ox of the herd and a ram and a lamb of a year old for a holocaust, and a buck goat for sin, and for sacrifices of peace offerings, two oxen, five rams, five buck goats, five lambs of a year old. This was the offering of Elisama, the son of Amiud. The eighth day, the prince of the sons of Manasses, Gamaliel, the son of Fadesur, offered a silver dish weighing 130 sickles, a silver bowl of 70 sickles according to the weight of the sanctuary, both full of flour tempered with oil for a sacrifice, a little mortar of gold weighing 10 sickles full of incense, an ox of the herd, and a ram, and a lamb of a year old for a holocaust, and a buck goat for sin, and for sacrifices of peace offerings, two oxen, five rams, five buck goats, five lambs of a year old. This was the offering of Gamaliel, the son of Fadesur. The ninth day, the prince of the sons of Benjamin, Abidan, the son of Gideon, offered a silver dish weighing 130 sickles, a silver bowl of 70 sickles by the weight of the sanctuary, both full of flour tempered with oil for a sacrifice, a little mortar of gold weighing 10 sickles full of incense, an ox of the herd and a ram and a lamb of a year old for a holocaust and a buck goat for sin, and for sacrifices of peace offerings, two oxen, five rams, five buck goats, five lambs of a year old. This was the offering of Abidan the son of Gideon. The tenth day the prince of the sons of Dan, Ahizur the son of Amisadai, offered a silver dish weighing 130 sickles, a silver bowl of 70 sickles according to the weight of the sanctuary, both full of flour tempered with oil for a sacrifice, a little mortar of gold weighing 10 sickles full of incense, an ox of the herd, and a ram, and a lamb of a year old for a holocaust, and a buck goat for sin, and for sacrifices of peace offerings, two oxen, five rams, five buck goats, five lambs of a year old. This was the offering of Ahazer, the son of Amisadai.
The eleventh day, the prince of the sons of Aser, Phagiel, the son of Okran, offered a silver dish weighing a hundred and thirty sickles, a silver bowl of seventy sickles, according to the weight of the sanctuary, both full of flour tempered with oil for a sacrifice, a little mortar of gold weighing ten sickles full of incense, an ox of the herd and a ram, and a lamb of a year old for a holocaust, and a buck goat for sin, and for sacrifices of peace offerings, two oxen, five rams, five buck goats, five lambs of a year old. This was the offering of Phagiel, the son of Okran. The twelfth day, the prince of the sons of Nephtali, Ahira, the son of Inan, offered a silver dish weighing a hundred and thirty sickles, a silver bowl of seventy sickles, according to the weight of the sanctuary, both full of flour tempered with oil for a sacrifice, a little mortar of gold weighing ten sickles full of incense, an ox of the herd, and a ram, and a lamb of a year old for a holocaust, and a buck goat for sin, and for sacrifices of peace offerings, two oxen, five rams, five buck goats, five lambs of a year old. This was the offering of Ahira, the son of Enon. These were the offerings made by the princes of Israel in the dedication of the altar, in the day wherein it was consecrated, twelve dishes of silver, twelve silver bowls, twelve little mortars of gold, each dish weighing a hundred and thirty sickles of silver, and each bowl seventy sickles. That is, putting all the vessels of silver together, two thousand four hundred sickles, by the weight of the sanctuary. Twelve little mortars of gold full of incense, weighing ten sickles apiece, by the weight of the sanctuary. That is, in all, a hundred and twenty sickles of gold. Twelve oxen out of the herd for a holocaust. Twelve rams, twelve lambs of a year old, and their libations. Twelve buck goats for sin. And for sacrifices of peace offerings, Oxen, twenty-four, rams, sixty, buck goats, sixty, lambs of a year old, sixty. These things were offered in the dedication of the altar when it was anointed. And when Moses entered into the tabernacle of the covenant to consult the oracle, he heard the voice of one speaking to him from the propitiatory that was over the ark between the two cherubims. And from this place he spoke to him. Chapter 8 the seven lamps are placed on the golden candlestick to shine towards the loaves of proposition, the ordination of the Levites, and to what age they shall serve in the tabernacle. And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to Aaron, and thou shalt say to him, When thou shalt place the seven lamps, let the candlestick be set up on the south side. Give orders, therefore, that the lamps look over against the north, towards the table of the loaves of proposition. Over against that part shall they give light, towards which the candlestick looketh. And Aaron did so, and he put the lamps upon the candlestick as the Lord had commanded Moses. Now this was the work of the candlestick. It was of beaten gold, both the shaft in the middle and all that came out of both sides of the branches, according to the pattern which the Lord had shown to Moses. So he made the candlestick. And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Take the Levites out of the midst of the children of Israel, and thou shalt purify them according to this rite. Let them be sprinkled with the water of purification, and let them shave all the hairs of their flesh. And when they shall have washed their garments and are cleansed, they shall take an ox of the herd, and for the offering thereof fine flour tempered with oil. And thou shalt take another ox of the herd for a sin offering, and thou shalt bring the Levites before the tabernacle of the covenant, calling together all the multitude of the children of Israel. And when the Levites are before the Lord, the children of Israel shall put their hands upon them, and Aaron shall offer the Levites as a gift in the sight of the Lord from the children of Israel, that they may serve in his ministry. The Levites also shall put their hands upon the heads of the oxen, of which thou shalt sacrifice one for sin, 
and the other for a holocaust to the Lord, to pray for them. And thou shalt set the Levites in the sight of Aaron and of his sons, and shalt consecrate them, being offered to the Lord, and shalt separate them from the midst of the children of Israel to be mine. And afterwards they shall enter into the tabernacle of the covenant to serve me. And thus shalt thou purify and consecrate them for an oblation of the Lord. For as a gift they were given me by the children of Israel. I have taken them instead of the firstborn that open every womb of Israel. For all the firstborn of the children of Israel, both of men and of beasts, are mine. From the day that I slew every firstborn in the land of Egypt, have I sanctified them to myself. And I have taken the Levites for all the firstborn of the children of Israel and have delivered them for a gift to Aaron and his sons out of the midst of the people, to serve me for Israel in the tabernacle of the covenant, and to pray for them, lest there should be a plague among the people, if they should presume to approach unto my sanctuary. And Moses and Aaron and all the multitude of the children of Israel did with the Levites all that the Lord had commanded Moses. And they were purified and washed their garments. And Aaron lifted them up in the sight of the Lord and prayed for them that being purified they might go into the tabernacle of the covenant to do their services before Aaron and his sons. As the Lord had commanded Moses, touching the Levites, so was it done. And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, This is the law of the Levites. From twenty-five years old and upwards they shall go in to minister in the tabernacle of the covenant. And when they shall have accomplished the fiftieth year of their age, they shall cease to serve. And they shall be the ministers of their brethren in the tabernacle of the covenant to keep the things that are committed to their care, but not to do the works. Thus shalt thou order the Levites, touching their charge. Chapter 9. The precept of the Pasch is renewed. The unclean and travelers are to observe it the second month. The camp is guided by the pillar of the cloud. The Lord spoke to Moses in the desert of Sinai the second year after they were come out of the land of Egypt. In the first month, saying, Let the children of Israel make the phase in its due time, the fourteenth day of this month in the evening, according to all the ceremonies and justifications thereof. And Moses commanded the children of Israel that they should make the phase, and they made it in its proper time, the fourteenth day of the month at evening in Mount Sinai. The children of Israel did according to all things that the Lord had commanded Moses. But behold, some who were unclean, by occasion of the soul of a man, who could not make the phase on that day, coming to Moses and Aaron, said to them, We are unclean by occasion of the soul of a man. Why are we kept back that we may not offer in its season the offering to the Lord among the children of Israel? And Moses answered them, Stay that I may consult the Lord what he will ordain concerning you. And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Say to the children of Israel, The man that shall be unclean by occasion of one that is dead, or shall be in a journey afar off in your nation. Let him make the face to the Lord. In the second month, on the fourteenth day of the month, in the evening, they shall eat it with unleavened bread and wild lettuce. They shall not leave anything thereof until morning, nor break a bone thereof. They shall observe all the ceremonies of the face. But if any man is clean and was not on a journey, and did not make the face, that soul shall be cut off from among his people because he offered not sacrifice to the Lord in due season. He shall bear his sin. The sojourner also, and the stranger, if they be among you, shall make the face to the Lord according to the ceremonies and justifications thereof. The same ordinance shall be with you both for the stranger and for him that was born in the land. Now on the day that the tabernacle was reared up, a cloud covered it. 
but from the evening there was over the tabernacle, as it were, the appearance of fire until the morning. So it was always. By day the cloud covered it, and by night, as it were, the appearance of fire. And when the cloud that covered the tabernacle was taken up, then the children of Israel marched forward, and in the place where the cloud stood still, there they camped. At the commandment of the Lord they marched, and at his commandment they pitched the tabernacle. All the days that the cloud abode over the tabernacle, they remained in the same place. And if it was so that it continued over it a long time, the children of Israel kept the watches of the Lord and marched not, for as many days soever as the cloud stayed over the tabernacle. At the commandment of the Lord they pitched their tents, and at his commandment they took them down. If the cloud tarried from evening until morning, and immediately at break of day left the tabernacle, they marched forward. And if it departed after a day and a night, they took down their tents. But if it remained over the tabernacle for two days, or a month, or a longer time, the children of Israel remained in the same place, and marched not. But immediately, as soon as it departed, they removed the camp. By the word of the Lord they pitched their tents, and by his word they marched, and kept the watches of the Lord, according to his commandment, by the hand of Moses. Chapter 10. The Silver Trumpets and Their Use. They march from Sinai. And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Make thee two trumpets of beaten silver, wherewith thou mayest call together the multitude when the camp is to be removed. And when thou shalt sound the trumpets, all the multitude shall gather unto thee to the door of the tabernacle of the covenant. If thou sound but once, the princes and the heads of the multitude of Israel shall come to thee. But if the sound of the trumpets be longer, and with interruptions, they that are on the east side shall first go forward, and at the second sounding and like noise of the trumpet, they who lie on the south side shall take up their tents, and after this manner shall the rest do, when the trumpets shall sound for a march. But when the people is to be gathered together, the sound of the trumpets shall be plain, and they shall not make a broken sound. And the sons of Aaron, the priest, shall sound the trumpets, and this shall be an ordinance forever in your generations. If you go forth to war out of your land against the enemies that fight against you, you shall sound aloud with the trumpets, and there shall be a remembrance of you before the Lord your God, that you may be delivered out of the hands of your enemies. If at any time you shall have a banquet, and on your festival days and on the first days of your months you shall sound the trumpets over the holocausts and the sacrifices of peace offerings, that they may be to you for a remembrance of your God. I am the Lord your God. The second year, in the second month, the twentieth day of the month, the cloud was taken up from the tabernacle of the covenant, and the children of Israel marched by their troops from the desert of Sinai, and the cloud rested in the wilderness of Pharaoh. And the first went forward according to the commandment of the Lord by the hand of Moses. The sons of Judah by their troops, whose prince was Nahasan, the son of Aminadab. In the tribe of the sons of Issachar, the prince was Nathaniel, the son of Suar. In the tribe of Zabulon, the prince was Eliab, the son of Helon. And the tabernacle was taken down, and the sons of Gerson and Merari set forward, bearing it. And the sons of Reuben also marched by their troops and ranks, whose prince was Helisor, the son of Sidur. And in the tribe of Simeon, the prince was Salamiel, the son of Sorisadai. And in the tribe of Gad, the prince was Eliasaph, the son of Duel. Then the Canaanites also marched, carrying the sanctuary. So long was the tabernacle carried, till they came to the place of setting it up. The sons of Ephraim also moved their camp by their troops, in whose army the prince was Elisama, the son of Amiud. And in the tribe of the sons of Manasses, the prince was Gamaliel, the son of Phadasur. 
and of the tribe of Benjamin, the prince was Abidan, the son of Gideon. The last of all the camp marched the sons of Dan by their troops, in whose army the prince was Ahazer, the son of Amesadai. And in the tribe of the sons of Aser, the prince was Phigeo, the son of Okran. And in the tribe of the sons of Nephtali, the prince was Ahira, the son of Enan. This was the order of the camps, and marches of the children of Israel by their troops, when they set forward. And Moses said to Hobab, the son of Raguel, the Medianite, his kinsman, We are going towards the place which the Lord will give us. Come with us, that we may do thee good. For the Lord hath promised good things to Israel. But he answered him, I will not go with thee, but I will return to my country wherein I was born. And he said, Do not leave us, for thou knowest in what places we should encamp in the wilderness, and thou shalt be our guide. And if thou comest with us, we will give thee what is the best of the riches which the Lord shall deliver to us. So they marched from the mount of the Lord three days' journey, and the ark of the covenant of the Lord went before them for three days, providing a place for the camp. The cloud also of the Lord was over them by day when they marched. And when the ark was lifted up, Moses said, Arise, O Lord, and let thy enemies be scattered, and let them that hate thee flee from before thy face. And when it was set down, he said, Return, O Lord, to the multitude of the host of Israel. Chapter 11. The people murmur and are punished with fire. God appointeth seventy ancients for assistance to Moses. They prophesy. The people have their fill of flesh, but forthwith many die of the plague. In the meantime there arose a murmuring of the people against the Lord, as it were repining at their fatigue. And when the Lord heard it, he was angry, and the fire of the Lord being kindled against them devoured them that were at the uttermost part of the camp. And when the people cried to Moses, Moses prayed to the Lord, and the fire was swallowed up. And he called the name of that place the burning, for that the fire of the Lord had been kindled against them. For a mixed multitude of people that came up with them burned with desire, sitting and weeping, the children of Israel also being joined with them, and said, Who shall give us flesh to eat? We remember the fish that we ate in Egypt, free cost. The cucumbers come into our mind, and the melons, and the leeks, and the onions, and the garlic. Our soul is dry, our eyes behold nothing else but manna. Now the manna was like coriander seed of the color of delium, and the people went about, and gathering it, ground it in a mill, or beat it in a mortar, and boiled it in a pot, and made cakes thereof of the taste of bread tempered with oil. And when the dew fell in the night upon the camp, the manna also fell with it. Now Moses heard the people weeping by their families, every one at the door of his tent, and the wrath of the Lord was exceedingly enkindled. To Moses also the thing seemed insupportable. And he said to the Lord, Why hast thou afflicted thy servant? Wherefore do I not find favor before thee? And why hast thou laid the weight of all this people upon me? Have I conceived all this multitude, or begotten them that thou shouldst say to me, Carry them in thy bosom, as the nurses want to carry the little infant, and bear them into the land for which thou hast sworn to their fathers? Whence should I have flesh to give to so great a multitude? They weep against me, saying, Give us flesh that we may eat. I am not able alone to bear all this people, because it is too heavy for me. But if it seem unto thee otherwise, I beseech thee to kill me, and let me find grace in thy eyes, that I be not afflicted with so great evils. 
And the Lord said to Moses, Gather unto me seventy men of the ancients of Israel, whom thou knowest to be ancients and masters of the people. And thou shalt bring them to the door of the tabernacle of the covenant, and shall make them stand there with thee, that I may come down and speak with thee. And I will take of thy spirit, and will give to them, that they may bear with thee the burden of the people. And thou mayest not be burthened alone. And thou shalt say to the people, Be ye sanctified, tomorrow you shall eat flesh, for I have heard you say, Who will give us flesh to eat? It was well with us in Egypt, that the Lord may give you flesh, and you may eat, not for one day, nor two, nor five, nor ten, no, nor for twenty, but even for a month of days, till it come out at your nostrils, and become loathsome to you, because you have cast off the Lord, who is in the midst of you, and have wept before him, saying, Why came we out of Egypt? And Moses said, There are six hundred thousand footmen of this people, and sayest thou, I will give them flesh to eat a whole month? Shall then a multitude of sheep and oxen be killed, that it may suffice for their food? Or shall the fishes of the sea be gathered together to fill them? And the Lord answered him, Is the hand of the Lord unable? Thou shalt presently see whether my words shall come to pass or no. Moses therefore came and told the people the words of the Lord, and assembled seventy men of the ancients of Israel, and made them to stand about the tabernacle. And the Lord came down in a cloud and spoke to him, taking away of the spirit that was in Moses, and giving it to the seventy men. And when the spirit had rested on them, they prophesied, nor did they cease afterwards. Now there remained in the camp two of the men, of whom one was called Eldad, and the other Medad, upon whom the spirit rested. For they also had been enrolled, but were not gone forth to the tabernacle. And when they prophesied in the camp, there ran a young man and told Moses, saying, Eldad and Medad prophesy in the camp. Forthwith Josue, the son of Nun, the minister of Moses, and chosen out of many, said, My lord Moses, forbid them. But he said, Why hast thou emulation for me? Oh, that all the people might prophesy, and that the Lord would give them his spirit. And Moses returned with the ancients of Israel into the camp. And a wind going out from the Lord, taking quails up beyond the sea, brought them and cast them into the camp for the space of one day's journey on every side of the camp round about. And they flew in the air two cubits high above the ground. The people therefore rising up all that day and night, and the next day gathered together of quails, he that did least ten cores, and they dried them round about the camp. As yet the flesh was between their teeth, neither had that kind of meat failed. When behold the wrath of the Lord, being provoked against the people, struck them with an exceeding great plague. And that place was called the Graves of Lust, for there they buried the people that had lusted. And departing from the Graves of Lust, they came unto Hasaroth, and abode there. Chapter 12. Mary and Aaron murmur against Moses, whom God praiseth above other prophets. Mary being struck with leprosy, Aaron confesseth his fault. Moses prayeth for her, and after seven days separation from the camp, she is restored. And Mary and Aaron spoke against Moses because of his wife, the Ethiopian, and they said, Hath the Lord spoken by Moses only? Hath he not also spoken to us in like manner? And when the Lord heard this, for Moses was a man exceeding meek above all men that dwelt upon earth, immediately he spoke to him and to Aaron and Mary, Come out, you three, only to the tabernacle of the covenant. And when they were come out, the Lord came down on a pillar of the cloud and stood in the entry of the tabernacle, calling to Aaron and Mary. And when they were come, he said to them, Hear my words. If there be among you a prophet of the Lord, I will appear to him in a vision or I will speak to him in a dream. But it is not so with my servant Moses, who is most faithful in all my house. 
For I speak to him mouth to mouth, and plainly, and not by riddles and figures, doth he see the Lord. Why then were you not afraid to speak ill of my servant Moses? And being angry with them, he went away. The cloud also that was over the tabernacle departed, and behold, Mary appeared white as snow with a leprosy. And when Aaron had looked on her, and saw her all covered with leprosy, he said to Moses, I beseech thee, my Lord, lay not upon us this sin which we have foolishly committed. Let her not be as one dead, and as an abortive that is cast forth from the mother's womb. Lo, now one half of her flesh is consumed with the leprosy. And Moses cried to the Lord, saying, O God, I beseech thee, heal her. And the Lord answered him, If her father had smitten upon her face, ought she not to have been ashamed for seven days at least? Let her be separated seven days without the camp, and afterwards she shall be called again. Mary, therefore, was put out of the camp seven days, and the people moved not from that place until Mary was called again. Chapter 13 The twelve spies are sent to view the land, the relation they make of it. And the people marched from Heseroth and pitched their tents in the desert of Pharaoh. And there the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Send men to view the land of Canaan, which I will give to the children of Israel, one of every tribe of the rulers. Moses did what the Lord had commanded, sending from the desert of Pharaoh principal men, whose names are these, of the tribe of Reuben, Samua, the son of Zechor, of the tribe of Simeon, Saphat, the son of Hurai, of the tribe of Judah, Caleb, the son of Jephon, of the tribe of Issachar, Egal, the son of Joseph, of the tribe of Ephraim, Osi, the son of Nun, of the tribe of Benjamin, Faldi, the son of Raphu, of the tribe of Zabulon, Gideel, the son of Sodai, of the tribe of Joseph, of the scepter of Manasses, Gedai, the son of Susai, of the tribe of Dan, Amiel, the son of Gamali, of the tribe of Aser, Sithur, the son of Michael, of the tribe of Naphtali, Nahabi, the son of Vapsai, of the tribe of Gad, Juel, the son of Machai. These are the names of the men whom Moses sent to view the land. And he called Osei, the son of Nun, Joshua. And Moses sent them to view the land of Canaan, and said to them, Go you up by the south side, and when you shall come to the mountains, view the land of what sort it is, and the people that are the inhabitants thereof, whether they be strong or weak, few in number, or many. The land itself, whether it be good or bad, what manner of cities, walled or without walls, the ground fat or barren, woody or without trees, be of good courage and bring us of the fruits of the land. Now it was the time when the first ripe grapes are fit to be eaten. And when they were gone up, they viewed the land from the desert of Sin, under Rohab, as you enter into Emath. And they went up at the south side and came to Hebron, where were Achiman and Sisai and Tholmai, the sons of Enoch. For Hebron was built seven years before Tennis, the city of Egypt. And going forward as far as the torrent of the cluster of grapes, they cut off a branch with its cluster of grapes, which two men carried upon a lever. Then they took also of the pomegranates and of the figs of that place, which was called Nihilishkol, that is to say, the torrent of the cluster of grapes, because from thence the children of Israel had carried a cluster of grapes. And they that went to spy out the land returned after forty days, having gone round all the country, and came to Moses and Aaron, and to all the assembly of the children of Israel, to the desert of Pharaoh, which is in Cadiz. And speaking to them, and to all the multitude, 
They showed them the fruits of the land. And they related and said, We came into the land to which thou sentest us, which in very deed floweth with milk and honey, as may be known by these fruits. But it hath very strong inhabitants, and the cities are great and walled. We saw there the race of Enoch. Amalek dwelleth in the south, the Hethite and the Jebusite, and the Amorite in the mountains. But the Canaanite abideth by the sea and near the streams of the Jordan. In the meantime, Caleb, to still the murmuring of the people that rose against Moses, said, Let us go up and possess the land, for we shall be able to conquer it. But the others that had been with him said, No, we are not able to go up to this people, because they are stronger than we. And they spoke ill of the land which they had viewed before the children of Israel, saying, The land which we have viewed devoureth its inhabitants. The people that we beheld are of a tall stature. There we saw certain monsters of the sons of Enoch, of the giant kind, in comparison of whom we seemed like locusts. End of side one. Please. Chapter 14. The people murmur. God threateneth to destroy them. He is appeased by Moses, yet so as to exclude the murmurers from entering the promised land. The authors of the sedition are struck dead. The rest, going to fight against the will of God, are beaten. Therefore the whole multitude crying wept that night, and all the children of Israel murmured against Moses and Aaron, saying, Would God that we had died in Egypt, and would God we may die in this vast wilderness, and that the Lord may not bring us into this land, lest we fall by the sword, and our wives and children be led away captives. Is it not better to return into Egypt? And they said one to another, Let us appoint a captain, and let us return into Egypt. And when Moses and Aaron heard this, they fell down flat upon the ground before the multitude of the children of Israel. But Joshua the son of Nun, and Caleb the son of Jephon, who themselves also had viewed the land, rent their garments and said to all the multitude of the children of Israel, The land which we have gone round is very good. If the Lord be favorable, he will bring us into it, and give us a land flowing with milk and honey. Be not rebellious against the Lord, and fear ye not the people of this land, for we are able to eat them up as bread. All aid is gone from them. The Lord is with us. Fear ye not. And when all the multitude cried out, and would have stoned them, the glory of the Lord appeared over the tabernacle of the covenant to all the children of Israel. And the Lord said to Moses, How long will those people detract me? How long will they not believe me for all the signs that I have wrought before them? I will strike them therefore with pestilence, and will consume them. But thee I will make a ruler over a great nation, and a mightier than this is. And Moses said to the Lord, That the Egyptians from the midst of whom thou hast brought forth this people, and the inhabitants of this land, who have heard that thou, O Lord, art among this people, and are seen face to face, and thy cloud protecteth them, and thou goest before them in a pillar of a cloud by day, and in a pillar of fire by night, may hear that thou hast killed so great a multitude, as it were one man, and may say, He could not bring the people into the land for which he had sworn. Therefore did he kill them in the wilderness. Let then the strength of the Lord be magnified, as thou hast sworn, saying, The Lord is patient and full of mercy, taking away iniquity and wickedness, and leaving no man clear, who visitest 
the sins of the fathers upon the children unto the third and fourth generation. Forgive, I beseech thee, the sins of this people according to the greatness of thy mercy, as thou hast been merciful to them from their going out of Egypt unto this place. And the Lord said, I have forgiven according to thy word, as I live, and the whole earth shall be filled with the glory of the Lord. But yet all the men that have seen my majesty, and the signs that I have done in Egypt and in the wilderness, and have tempted me now ten times, and have not obeyed my voice, shall not see the land for which I swore to their fathers, neither shall any one of them that hath detracted me behold it. My servant Caleb, who being full of another spirit hath followed me, I will bring into this land which he hath gone round, and his seed shall possess it. For the Amalekite and the Canaanite dwell in the valleys. Tomorrow remove the camp, and return into the wilderness by the way of the Red Sea. And the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron, saying, How long doth this wicked multitude murmur against me? I have heard the murmurings of the children of Israel. Say therefore to them, As I live, saith the Lord, according as you have spoken in my hearing, so will I do to you. In the wilderness shall your carcasses lie, all you that were numbered from twenty years old and upward, and have murmured against me, shall not enter into the land over which I lifted up my hand to make you dwell therein, except Caleb the son of Jephon, and Joshua the son of Nun. But your children, of whom you said that they should be a prey to the enemies, will I bring in, that they may see the land which you have despised. Your carcasses shall lie in the wilderness. Your children shall wander in the desert forty years, and shall bear your fornication, until the carcasses of their fathers be consumed in the desert, according to the number of the forty days wherein you viewed the land. A year shall be counted for a day, and forty years you shall receive your iniquities, and shall know my revenge. For as I have spoken, so will I do to all this wicked multitude that hath risen up together against me. In this wilderness shall it faint away and die. Therefore all the men whom Moses had sent to view the land, and who at their return had made the whole multitude to murmur against him, speaking ill of the land that it was not, died, and were struck in the sight of the Lord. But Joshua the son of Nun, and Caleb the son of Jephon, lived of all them that had gone to view the land. And Moses spoke all these words to all the children of Israel, and the people mourned exceedingly. And behold, rising up very early in the morning, they went up to the top of the mountain, and said, We are ready to go up to the place of which the Lord hath spoken, for we have sinned. And Moses said to them, Why transgress you the word of the Lord, which shall not succeed prosperously with you? Go not up, for the Lord is not with you, lest you fall before your enemies. The Amalekite and the Canaanite are before you, and by their sword you shall fall, because you would not consent to the Lord, neither will the Lord be with you. But they, being blinded, went up to the top of the mountain. But the ark of the testament of the Lord and Moses departed not from the camp. And the Amalekite came down, and the Canaanite that dwelt in the mountain, and smiting and slaying them, pursued them as far as Hormah. Chapter 15 Certain laws concerning sacrifices. Sabbath breaking is punished with death. The law of fringes on their garments. And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to the children of Israel, and thou shalt say to them, When you shall come into the land of your habitation, which I will give you, and shall make an offering to the Lord for a holocaust, or a victim, paying your vows, or voluntarily offering gifts, or in your solemnities, 
burning a sweet savour unto the Lord, of oxen or of sheep. Whosoever immolateth the victim shall offer a sacrifice of fine flour, the tenth part of an ephi, tempered with the fourth part of a hin of oil. And he shall give the same measure of wine to pour out in libations for the holocaust or for the victim. For every lamb and for every ram there shall be a sacrifice of flour of two tenths, which shall be tempered with the third part of a hin of oil. And he shall offer the third part of the same measure of wine for the libation, for a sweet savour to the Lord. But when thou offerest a holocaust or sacrifice of oxen to fulfill thy vow, or for victims of peace offerings, thou shalt give for every ox three tenths of flour tempered with half a hin of oil, and wine for libations of the same measure, for an offering of most sweet savour to the Lord. Thus shalt thou do, for every ox and ram and lamb and kid, both they that are born in the land and the strangers, shall offer sacrifices after the same rite. There shall be all one law and judgment, both for you and for them who are strangers in the land. And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to the children of Israel, and thou shalt say to them, When you are come into the land which I will give you, and shall eat of the bread of that country, you shall separate first fruits to the Lord of the things you eat. As you separate first fruits of your barn floors, so also shall you give first fruits of your dough to the Lord. And if through ignorance you omit any of these things which the Lord hath spoken to Moses, and by him hath commanded you from the day that he began to command and thenceforward, and the multitude have forgotten to do it, they shall offer a calf out of the herd, a holocaust for a most sweet savour to the Lord, and the sacrifice and libations thereof, as the ceremonies require, and a buck goat for sin. And the priest shall pray for all the multitude of the children of Israel, and it shall be forgiven them, because they sinned ignorantly, offering notwithstanding a burnt offering to the Lord for themselves, and for their sin and their ignorance. And it shall be forgiven all the people of the children of Israel, and the strangers that sojourn among them, because it is the fault of all the people through ignorance. But if one soul shall sin ignorantly, he shall offer a she-goat of a year old for his sin. And the priest shall pray for him, because he sinned ignorantly before the Lord, and he shall obtain his pardon, and it shall be forgiven him. The same law shall be for all that sin by ignorance, whether they be natives or strangers. But the soul that committeth anything through pride, whether he be born in the land or a stranger, because he hath been rebellious against the Lord, shall be cut off from among his people. For he hath contemned the word of the Lord, and made void his precept. Therefore shall he be destroyed, and shall bear his iniquity. And it came to pass, when the children of Israel were in the wilderness, and had found a man gathering sticks on the Sabbath day, that they brought him to Moses and Aaron and the whole multitude, and they put him into prison, not knowing what they should do with him. And the Lord said to Moses, Let that man die. Let all the multitude stone him without the camp. And when they had brought him out, they stoned him, and he died as the Lord had commanded. The Lord also said to Moses, Speak to the children of Israel, and thou shalt tell them to make to themselves fringes in the corners of their garments, putting in them ribbons of blue. And when they shall see them, they may remember all the commandments of the Lord, and not follow their own thoughts and eyes going astray after diverse things, but rather being mindful of the precepts of the Lord, may do them, and be holy to their God. I am the Lord your God, who brought you out of the land of Egypt, that I might be your God. Chapter 16. The schism of Cori and his adherents, their punishment. And behold, Cori, the son of Isar, the son of Kath, the son of Levi, and Dathan and Abiron, the sons of Eliab, and Hon, the son of Phileth, 
of the children of Reuben, rose up against Moses and with them 250 others of the children of Israel, leading men of the synagogue, and who in the time of assembly were called by name. And when they had stood up against Moses and Aaron, they said, Let it be enough for you that all the multitude consisteth of holy ones, and the Lord is amongst them. Why lift you up yourselves above the people of the Lord? When Moses heard this, he fell flat on his face. And speaking to Corah and all the multitude, he said, In the morning the Lord will make known who belong to him, and the holy he will join to himself, and whom he shall choose they shall approach to him. Do this, therefore. Take every man of you your censers, thou, Corah, and all thy company. And putting fire in them tomorrow, put incense upon it before the Lord, and whomsoever he shall choose, the same shall be holy. You take too much upon you, ye sons of Levi. And he said again to Corah, Hear ye, sons of Levi, is it a small thing unto you that the God of Israel hath spared you from all the people, and joined you to himself, that you should serve him in the service of the tabernacle, and should stand before the congregation of the people, and should minister to him? Did he therefore make thee and all thy brethren, the sons of Levi, to approach unto him, that you should challenge to yourselves the priesthood also, and that all thy company should stand against the Lord? For what is Aaron that you murmur against him? Then Moses sent to call Dathan and Abiram the sons of Eliab. But they answered, We will not come. Is it a small matter to thee that thou hast brought us out of a land that flowed with milk and honey to kill us in the desert? except thou rule also like a lord over us? Thou hast brought us indeed into a land that floweth with rivers of milk and honey, and hast given us possessions of fields and vineyards. Wilt thou also pull out our eyes? We will not come. Moses therefore being very angry said to the Lord, Respect not their sacrifices. Thou knowest that I have not taken of them so much as a young ass at any time, nor have injured any of them. And he said to Korah, Do thou and thy congregation stand apart, before the Lord tomorrow, and Aaron apart. Take every one of you censers, and put incense into them, offering to the Lord two hundred and fifty censers. Let Aaron also hold his censer. When they had done this, Moses and Aaron standing, and had drawn up all the multitude against them to the door of the tabernacle, the glory of the Lord appeared to them all. And the Lord, speaking to Moses and Aaron, said, Separate yourselves from among this congregation, that I may presently destroy them. They fell flat on their face and said, O most mighty, the God of the spirits of all flesh, for one man's sin shall thy wrath rage against all. And the Lord called to Moses, Command the whole people to separate themselves from the tents of Corah and Dathan and Abaron. And Moses arose and went to Dathan and Abaron. And the ancients of Israel following him, he said of the multitude, Depart from the tents of these wicked men, and touch nothing of theirs, lest you be involved in their sins. And when they were departed from their tents round about, Dathan and Abaron coming out stood in the entry of their pavilions with their wives and children and all the people. And Moses said, By this you shall know that the Lord hath sent me to do all things that you see, and that I have not forged them of my own head. If these men die the common death of men, and if they be visited with a plague wherewith others also are wont to be visited, the Lord did not send me. But if the Lord do a new thing, and the earth opening her mouth swallowed them down, and all things that belong to them, and they go down alive into hell, you shall know that they have blasphemed the Lord. And immediately, as he had made an end of speaking, the earth broke asunder under their feet, and opening her mouth, devoured them with their tents and all their substance. And they went down alive into hell, the ground closing upon them, and they perished from among the people. 
But all Israel that was standing round about fled at the cry of them that were perishing, saying, Lest perhaps the earth swallow us up also. And a fire coming out from the Lord destroyed the two hundred and fifty men that offered the incense. And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Command Eleazar, the son of Aaron, the priest, to take up the censers that lie in the burning, and to scatter the fire of one side and the other, because they are sanctified in the deaths of the sinners. And let him beat them into plates, and fasten them to the altar, because incense hath been offered in them to the Lord. And they are sanctified, that the children of Israel may see them for a sign and a memorial. Then Eleazar the priest took the brazen censers wherein they had offered, whom the burning fire had devoured, and beat them into plates, fastening them to the altar, that the children of Israel might have for the time to come wherewith they should be admonished, that no stranger or any one that is not of the seed of Aaron should come near to offer incense to the Lord, lest he should suffer as Korah suffered, and all his congregation, according as the Lord spoke to Moses. The following day all the multitude of the children of Israel murmured against Moses and Aaron, saying, you have killed the people of the Lord. And when there arose a sedition, and the tumult increased, Moses and Aaron fled to the tabernacle of the covenant. And when they were gone into it, the cloud covered it, and the glory of the Lord appeared. And the Lord said to Moses, Get you out from the midst of this multitude. This moment will I destroy them. And as they were lying in the ground, Moses said to Aaron, Take the censer, and putting fire in it from the altar, Put incense upon it, and go quickly to the people to pray for them. For already wrath has gone out from the Lord, and the plague rageth. When Aaron had done this, and had run to the midst of the multitude, which the burning fire was now destroying, he offered the incense. And standing between the dead and the living, he prayed for the people, and the plague ceased. And the number of them that were slain was fourteen thousand and seven hundred men, besides them that had perished in the sedition of Cori. And Aaron returned to Moses, to the door of the tabernacle of the covenant after the destruction was over. Chapter 17 The priesthood is confirmed to Aaron by the miracle of the blooming of his rod, which is kept for a monument in the tabernacle. And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to the children of Israel, and take of every one of them a rod by their kindreds, of all the princes of the tribes twelve rods, and write the name of every man upon his rod. And the name of Aaron shall be for the tribe of Levi, and one rod shall contain all their families. And thou shalt lay them up in the tabernacle of the covenant before the testimony where I will speak to thee. Whomsoever of these I shall choose, his rod shall blossom, and I will make to cease from me the murmurings of the children of Israel, wherewith they murmur against you. And Moses spoke to the children of Israel, and all the princes gave him rods, one for every tribe. And there were twelve rods besides the rod of Aaron. And when Moses had laid them up before the Lord in the tabernacle of the testimony, he returned on the following day, and found that the rod of Aaron for the house of Levi was budded, and that the buds swelling it had bloomed blossoms, which, spreading the leaves, were formed into almonds. Moses therefore brought out all the rods from before the Lord to all the children of Israel. And they saw, and every one received their rods. And the Lord said to Moses, Carry back the rod of Aaron into the tabernacle of the testimony, that it may be kept there for a token of the rebellious children of Israel, and that their complaints may cease from me, lest they die. And Moses did as the Lord had commanded. And the children of Israel said to Moses, Behold, we are consumed, we all perish. Whosoever approaches to the tabernacle of the Lord, he dieth. Are we all to a man to be utterly destroyed? Chapter 18 The Charge of the Priests and of the Levites and their Portion 
And the Lord said to Aaron, Thou and thy sons and thy father's house with thee shall bear the iniquity of the sanctuary, and thou and thy sons with thee shall bear the sins of your priesthood. And take with thee thy brethren also the tribe of Levi, and the scepter of thy father, and let them be ready in hand, and minister to thee. But thou and thy sons shall minister in the tabernacle of the testimony. And the Levites shall watch to do thy commands, and about all the works of the tabernacle. Only they shall not come nigh the vessels of the sanctuary, nor the altar, lest both they die, and you also perish with them. But let them be with thee, and watch in the charge of the tabernacle, and in all the ceremonies thereof. A stranger shall not join himself with you. Watch ye in the charge of the sanctuary, and in the ministry of the altar, lest indignation rise upon the children of Israel. I have given you your brethren the Levites from among the children of Israel, and have delivered them for a gift to the Lord, to serve in the ministries of the tabernacle. But thou and thy sons, look ye to the priesthood, and all things that pertain to the service of the altar, and that are within the veil shall be executed by the priests. If any stranger shall approach, he shall be slain. And the Lord said to Aaron, Behold, I have given thee the charge of my first fruits, all things that are sanctified by the children of Israel. I have delivered to thee and to thy sons for the priestly office, by everlasting ordinances. These, therefore, shalt thou take of the things that are sanctified and are offered to the Lord. Every offering and sacrifice and whatsoever is rendered to me for sin and for trespass, and becometh holy of holies, shall be for thee and thy sons. Thou shalt eat it in the sanctuary. The males only shall eat thereof, because it is a consecrated thing to thee. But the firstfruits which the children of Israel shall vow and offer, I have given to thee, and to thy sons and to thy daughters by a perpetual law. He that is clean in thy house shall eat them. All the best of the oil, and of the wine, and of the corn, whatsoever firstfruits they offer to the Lord, I have given them to thee. All the first ripe of the fruits that the ground bringeth forth, and which are brought to the Lord, shall be for thy use. He that is clean in thy house shall eat them. Everything that the children of Israel shall give by vow shall be thine. Whatsoever is firstborn of all flesh, which they offer to the Lord, whether it be of men or of beasts, shall belong to thee. Only for the firstborn of man thou shalt take a price, and every beast that is unclean thou shalt cause to be redeemed. And the redemption of it shall be after one month for five sickles of silver by the weight of the sanctuary. A sickle hath twenty obols. But the firstling of a cow and of a sheep and of a goat thou shalt not cause to be redeemed, because they are sanctified to the Lord. Their blood only thou shalt pour upon the altar, and their fat thou shalt burn for a most sweet odor to the Lord. But the flesh shall fall to thy use as the consecrated breast, and the right shoulder shall be thine. All the firstfruits of the sanctuary which the children of Israel offer to the Lord, I have given to thee and to thy sons and daughters by our perpetual ordinance. It is a covenant of salt forever before the Lord, to thee and to thy sons. And the Lord said to Aaron, You shall possess nothing in their land, neither shall you have a portion among them. I am thy portion and inheritance in the midst of the children of Israel. And I have given to the sons of Levi all the tithes of Israel for a possession for the ministry wherewith they serve me in the tabernacle of thy covenant, that the children of Israel may not approach any more to the tabernacle, nor commit deadly sin. But only the sons of Levi may serve me in the tabernacle, and bear the sins of the people. It shall be an everlasting ordinance in your generations. They shall not possess any other thing, but be content with the oblation or tithes which I have separated for their uses and necessities. And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Command the Levites, and declare unto them, 
when you shall receive of the children of Israel the tithes which I have given you, offer the firstfruits of them to the Lord, that is to say, the tenth part of the tenth, that it may be reckoned to you as an oblation of firstfruits, as well as of the barn floors, as of the wine presses. And of all the things of which you receive tithes, offer the firstfruits to the Lord, and give them to Aaron the priest. All the things that you shall offer of the tithes, and shall separate for the gifts of the Lord, shall be the best and choicest things. And thou shalt say to them, If you offer all the goodly and the better things of the tithes, it shall be reckoned to you, as if you had given the first fruits of the barn floor and the winepress. And you shall eat them in all your places, both you and your families, because it is your reward for the ministry wherewith you serve in the tabernacle of the testimony. And you shall not sin in this point, by reserving the choicest and fat things to yourselves, lest you profane the oblations of the children of Israel, and die. Chapter 19 The Law of the Sacrifice of the Red Cow and the Water of Expiation And the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron, saying, This is the observance of the victim which the Lord hath ordained. Command the children of Israel that they bring unto thee a red cow of full age, in which there is no blemish, and which hath not carried the yoke. And you shall deliver her to Eleazar the priest, who shall bring her forth without the cap, and shall immolate her in the sight of all. And dipping his finger in her blood, shall sprinkle it over against the door of the tabernacle seven times. And shall burn her in the sight of all, delivering up to the fire her skin and her flesh, and her blood and her dung. The priest shall also take cedar wood, and hyssop, and scarlet twice dyed, and cast it into the flame with which the cow is consumed. And then after washing his garments and body, he shall enter into the camp, and shall be unclean until the evening. He also that hath burned her shall wash his garments and his body, and shall be unclean until the evening. And a man that is clean shall gather up the ashes of the cow, and shall pour them forth without the camp in a most clean place, that they may be reserved for the multitude of the children of Israel, and for a water of aspersion, because the cow was burnt for sin. And when he that carried the ashes of the cow hath washed his garments, he shall be unclean until the evening. The children of Israel and the strangers that dwell among them shall observe this for a holy thing by a perpetual ordinance. He that toucheth the corpse of a man and is therefore unclean seven days shall be sprinkled with this water on the third day and on the seventh, and so shall be cleansed. If he were not sprinkled on the third day, he cannot be cleansed on the seventh. Everyone that toucheth the corpse of a man, and is not sprinkled with this mixture, shall profane the tabernacle of the Lord, and shall perish out of Israel. Because he was not sprinkled with the water of expiation, he shall be unclean, and his uncleanness shall remain upon him. This is the law of a man that dieth in a tent. All that go into his tent, and all the vessels that are there, shall be unclean seven days. The vessel that hath no cover, nor binding over it, shall be unclean. If any man in the field touch the corpse of a man that was slain, or that died of himself, or his bone, or his grave, he shall be unclean seven days. And they shall take of the ashes of the burning and of the sin offering, and shall pour living waters upon them into a vessel. And a man that is clean shall dip hyssop in them, and shall sprinkle therewith all the tent and all the furniture, and the men that are defiled with touching any such thing. And in this manner he that is clean shall purify the unclean on the third and on the seventh day. And being expiated the seventh day, he shall wash both himself and his garments, and be unclean until the evening. If any man be not expiated after this rite, his soul shall perish out of the midst of the church, because he hath profaned the sanctuary of the Lord, and was not sprinkled with the water of purification. This precept shall be an ordinance forever. 
He also that sprinkled the water shall wash his garments. Every one that shall touch the waters of expiation shall be unclean until the evening. Whatsoever a person toucheth who is unclean, he shall make it unclean. And the person that toucheth any of these things shall be unclean until the evening. Chapter 20 The Death of Mary, the Sister of Moses The people murmur for want of water. God giveth it them from the rock. The Death of Aaron And the children of Israel and all the multitude came into the desert of Sin in the first month. And the people abode in Cadiz. And Mary died there and was buried in the same place. And the people wanting water came together against Moses and Aaron. And making a sedition, they said, Would God we had perished among our brethren before the Lord. Why have you brought out the church of the Lord into the wilderness, that both we and our cattle should die? Why have you made us come up out of Egypt, and have brought us into this wretched place, which cannot be sowed, nor bringeth forth figs, nor vines, nor pomegranates, neither is there any water to drink? And Moses and Aaron, leaving the multitude, went into the tabernacle of the covenant, and fell flat upon the ground, and cried to the Lord, and said, O Lord God, hear the cry of this people, and open to them thy treasure, a fountain of living water, that being satisfied they may cease to murmur. And the glory of the Lord appeared over them. And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Take the rod, and assemble the people together, thou and Aaron thy brother, and speak to the rock before them, and it shall yield waters. And when thou hast brought forth water out of the rock, all the multitude and their cattle shall drink. Moses therefore took the rod, which was before the Lord, as he had commanded him, and having gathered together the multitude before the rock, he said to him, Hear, ye rebellious and incredulous, can we bring you forth water out of this rock? And when Moses had lifted up his hand and struck the rock twice with the rod, there came forth water in great abundance, so that the people and their cattle drank. And the Lord said to Moses and Aaron, Because you have not believed me to sanctify me before the children of Israel, you shall not bring these people into the land which I will give them. This is the water of contradiction, where the children of Israel strove with words against the Lord, and he was sanctified in them. In the meantime Moses sent messengers from Cadiz to the king of Edom, to say, Thus saith thy brother Israel, Thou knowest all the labor that hath come upon us. In what manner our fathers went down into Egypt, and there we dwelt a long time, and the Egyptians afflicted us and our fathers. And how we cried to the Lord, and he heard us, and sent an angel who hath brought us out of Egypt. Lo, we are now in the city of Cadiz, which is in the uttermost of thy borders. And we beseech thee that we may have leave to pass through thy country. We will not go through the fields, nor through the vineyards. We will not drink the waters of thy wells, but we will go by the common highway, neither turning aside to the right hand, nor to the left, till we are past thy borders. And Edom answered them, Thou shalt not pass by me. If thou dost, I will come out armed against thee. And the children of Israel said, we will go by the beaten way, and if we and our cattle drink of thy waters, we will give thee what is just. There shall be no difficulty in the price, only let us pass speedily. But he answered, Thou shalt not pass. And immediately he came forth to meet them with an infinite multitude and a strong hand. Neither would he condescend to their desire to grant them passage through his borders. Wherefore Israel turned another way from him. And when they had removed the camp from Cadiz, they came to Mount Hor, which is in the borders of the land of Edom, where the Lord spoke to Moses. Let Aaron saith he go to his people, for he shall not go into the land which I have given the children of Israel, because he was incredulous to my words, 
at the waters of contradiction. Take Aaron and his son with him, and bring them up into Mount Hor. And when thou hast stripped the father of his vesture, thou shalt vest therewith Eleazar his son. Aaron shall be gathered to his people, and die there. Moses did as the Lord had commanded, and they went up into Mount Hor before all the multitude. And when he had stripped Aaron of his vestments, he vested Eleazar his son with them. And Aaron being dead on the top of the mountain, he came down with Eleazar. And all the multitude, seeing that Aaron was dead, mourned for him thirty days throughout all their families. Chapter 21 King Arad is overcome. The people murmur and are punished with fiery serpents. They are healed by the brazen serpent. They conquer the kings of Sihon and Og. And when King Arad the Canaanite, who dwelt towards the south, had heard this to wit that Israel was come by the way of the spies, he fought against them, and overcoming them carried off their spoils. But Israel, binding himself by vow to the Lord, said, If thou wilt deliver this people into my hand, I will utterly destroy their cities. And the Lord heard the prayers of Israel, and delivered up the Canaanite, and they cut them off and destroyed their cities. And they called the name of that place Hormah, that is to say, Anathema. And they marched from Mount Hor by the way that leadeth to the Red Sea, to compass the land of Edom. And the people began to be weary of their journey and labor. And speaking against God and Moses, they said, Why didst thou bring us out of Egypt to die in the wilderness? There is no bread, nor have we any waters. Our soul now loatheth this very light food. Wherefore the Lord sent among the people fiery serpents, which bit them and killed many of them. Upon which they came to Moses and said, We have sinned, because we have spoken against the Lord and thee. Pray that he may take away these serpents from us. And Moses prayed for the people. And the Lord said to him, Make a brazen serpent, and set it up for a sign. Whosoever being struck shall look on it, shall live. Moses therefore made a brazen serpent, and set it up for a sign, which when they that were bitten looked upon, they were healed. And the children of Israel, setting forwards, camped in Oboth. And departing thence, they pitched their tents in Jibberim, in the wilderness that faceth Moab toward the east. And removing from thence, they came to the torrent Zarid, which they left and encamped over against Arnon, which is in the desert, and standeth out on the borders of the Amorite. And Arnon is the border of Moab, dividing the Moabites and the Amorites. Wherefore it is said in the book of the wars of the Lord, As he did in the Red Sea, so will he do in the streams of Arnon. The rocks of the torrents were bowed down, that they might rest in Ar, and lie down in the borders of the Moabites. When they went from that place, the well appeared whereof the Lord said to Moses, Gather the people together, and I will give them water. Then Israel sung this song, Let the well spring up. They sung there too. The well which the princes dug, and the chiefs of the people prepared by the direction of the lawgiver, and with their staves, and they marched from the wilderness to Mathana, from Mathana unto Nahalil, from Nahalil unto Bemoth. From Bemoth is a valley in the country of Moab to the top of Hazgah, which looked towards the desert. And Israel sent messengers to Sihon, king of the Amorites, saying, I beseech thee that I may have leave to pass through thy land. We will not go aside into the fields or the vineyards. We will not drink waters of the wells. We will go the king's highway till we be past thy borders. And he would not grant that Israel should pass by his borders, but rather gathering an army went forth to meet them in the desert and came to Jassah and fought against them. And he was slain by them with the edge of the sword, and they possessed his land from the Arnon unto the Jabbok. 
and to the confines of the children of Ammon. For the borders of the Ammonites were kept with a strong garrison. So Israel took all his cities and dwelt in the cities of the Amorite to wit in Hesibon and in the villages thereof. Hesibon was the city of Sihon, the king of the Amorites, who fought against the king of Moab and took all the land that had been of his dominions as far as the Arnon. Therefore it is said in the proverb, Come into Hesibon, let the city of Sihon be built and set up. A fire has gone out of Hesibon, a flame from the city of Sihon, and hath consumed Ar and the Moabites, and the inhabitants of the high places of the Arnon. Woe to thee, Moab! Thou art undone, O people of Chemos. He hath given his sons to flight, and his daughters into captivity to Sihon, the king of the Amorites. Their yoke is perished from Hesibon unto Dibon. They came weary to Nophi and unto Medaba. So Israel dwelt in the land of the Amorite, and Moses sent some to take a view of Jazer, and they took the villages of it and conquered the inhabitants. And they turned themselves and went up by the way of Basan, and Og the king of Basan came against them with all his people to fight in Edrai. And the Lord said to Moses, Fear him not, for I have delivered him and all his people and his country into thy hand, and thou shalt do to him as thou didst to Sihon the king of the Amorites, the inhabitant of Hesibon. So they slew him also with his sons and all his people, not letting any one escape, and they possessed his land. Chapter 22. Balak, king of Moab, sendeth twice for Balaam to curse Israel. In his way Balaam is rebuked by an angel. And they went forward and encamped in the plains of Moab, over against where Jericho is situate beyond the Jordan. And Balak the son of Sephor, seeing all that Israel had done to the Amorite, and that the Moabites were in great fear of him, and were not able to sustain his assault, he said to the elders of Midian, So will this people destroy all that dwell on our borders, as the oxes want to eat the grass to the very roots. Now he was at that time king in Moab. He sent therefore messengers to Balaam, the son of Beor, a soothsayer, who dwelt by the river of the land of the children of Ammon, to call him, and to say, Behold, a people has come out of Egypt, that hath covered the face of the earth, sitting over against me. Come therefore and curse this people, because it is mightier than I, if by any means I may beat them and drive them out of my land. For I know that he whom thou shalt bless is blessed, and he whom thou shalt curse is cursed. And the ancients of Moab and the elders of Median went with the price of divination in their hands. And when they were come to Balaam, and had told him all the words of Balak, he answered, Tarry here this night, and I will answer whatsoever the Lord shall say to me. And while they stayed with Balaam, God came and said to him, What mean these men that are with thee? He answered, Balak, the son of Sephor, king of the Moabites, hath sent to me, saying, Behold, a people that is come out of Egypt hath covered the face of the land. Come and curse them, if by any means I may fight with them and drive them away. And God said to Balaam, Thou shalt not go with them, nor shalt thou curse the people, because it is blessed. And he rose in the morning and said to the princes, Go into your country, because the Lord hath forbid me to come with you. The princes returning said to Balak, Balaam would not come with us. Then he sent many more, and more noble than he had sent before. Who, when they were come to Balaam, said, Thus saith Balak the son of Sephor, Delay not to come to me, for I am ready to honor thee, and will give thee whatsoever thou wilt. Come and curse this people. Balaam answered, If Balak would give me his house full of silver and gold, I cannot alter the word of the Lord my God to speak either more or less. I pray you to stay here this night also, that I may know what the Lord will answer me once more. 
God therefore came to Balaam in the night and said to him, If these men be come to call thee, arise and go with them. Yet so, that thou do what I shall command thee. Balaam arose in the morning, and saddling his ass, went with them. And God was angry, and an angel of the Lord stood in the way against Balaam, who sat on the ass, and had two servants with him. The ass, seeing the angel standing in the way with a drawn sword, turned herself out of the way and went into the field. And when Balaam beat her, and had a mind to bring her again to the way, the angel stood in a narrow place between two walls, wherewith the vineyards were enclosed. And the ass, seeing him, thrust herself close to the wall, and bruised the foot of the rider. But he beat her again. And nevertheless the angel, going on to a narrow place, where there was no way to turn aside either to the right hand or to the left, stood to meet him. And when the ass saw the angel standing, she fell under the feet of the rider, who, being angry, beat her sides more vehemently with a staff. And the Lord opened the mouth of the ass, and she said, What have I done to thee? Why strikest thou me? Lo, now this third time. Balaam answered, Because thou hast deserved it, and hast served me ill. I would I had a sword, that I might kill thee. The ass said, Am not I thy beast, on which thou hast been always accustomed to ride until this present day? Tell me if I ever did the like thing to thee. But he said, Never. Forthwith the Lord opened the eyes of Balaam, and he saw the angel standing in the way with a drawn sword, and he worshipped him falling flat on the ground. And the angel said to him, Why beatest thou thy ass these three times? I am come to withstand thee, because thy way is perverse and contrary to me. And unless the ass had turned out of the way, giving place to me who stood against thee, I had slain thee, and she should have lived. Balaam said, I have sinned, not knowing that thou didst stand against me, and now if it displease thee that I go, I will return. The angel said, Go with these men, and see thou speak no other thing than what I shall command thee. He went therefore with the princes. And when Balak heard it, he came forth to meet him in a town of the Moabites, that is situate in the uppermost borders of Arnon. And he said to Balaam, I sent messengers to call thee. Why didst thou not come immediately to me? Was it because I am not able to reward thy coming? He answered him, Lo, here I am. Shall I have power to speak any other thing but that which God shall put in thy mouth? So they went on together and came into a city that was in the uttermost borders of his kingdom. And when Balak had killed oxen and sheep, he sent presents to Balaam and to the princes that were with him. And when morning was come, he brought him to the high places of Baal, and he beheld the uttermost part of the people. End of side two, please. The Book of Numbers, Chapter 23. Balaam, instead of cursing Israel, is obliged to bless them and prophesy good things of them. And Balaam said to Balak, Build me here seven altars, and prepare as many calves, and the same number of rams. And when he had done according to the word of Balaam, they laid together a calf and a ram upon every altar. And Balaam said to Balak, Stand a while by thy burnt offering, until I go, to see if perhaps the Lord will meet me. And whatsoever he shall command, I will speak to thee. And when he was gone with speed, God met him. And Balaam, speaking to him, said, I have erected seven altars, and have laid on every one a calf and a ram. And the Lord put the word in his mouth, and said, Return to Balak, and thus shalt thou speak. Returning he found Balak standing by his burnt offering with all the princes of the Moabites. And taking up his parable, he said, 
Balak, king of the Moabites, hath brought me from Aram, from the mountains of the east. Come, said he, and curse Jacob. Make haste and detest Israel. How shall I curse him whom God hath not cursed? By what means should I detest him whom the Lord detesteth not? I shall see him from the tops of the rocks, and shall consider him from the hills. This people shall dwell alone, and shall not be reckoned among the nations. Who can count the dust of Jacob, and know the number of the stock of Israel? Let my soul die the death of the just, and my last end be like to them. And Balak said to Balaam, What is this that thou dost? I send for thee to curse my enemies, and thou, contrariwise, blesses them. He answered him, Can I speak anything else but what the Lord commandeth? Balak therefore said, Come with me to another place, from whence thou mayest see part of Israel, and canst not see them all. Curse them from thence. And when he had brought him to a high place upon the top of Mount Phazgah, Balaam built seven altars, and laying on every one a calf and a ram, he said to Balak, Stand here by thy burnt offering while I go to meet him. And when the Lord had met him, and had put the word in his mouth, he said, Return to Balak, and thus shalt thou say to him. Returning, he found him standing by his burnt sacrifice, and the princes of the Moabites with him. And Balak said to him, What hath the Lord spoken? But he, taking up his parable, said, Stand, O Balak, and give ear. Hear, thou son of Sephor. God is not a man that he should lie, nor as the son of man that he should be changed. Hath he said then, and will he not do? Hath he spoken, and will he not fulfill? I was brought to bless, the blessing I am not able to hinder. There is no idol in Jacob, neither is there an image God to be seen in Israel. The Lord his God is with him, and the sound of the victory of the king in him. God hath brought him out of Egypt, whose strength is like to the rhinoceros. There is no soothsaying in Jacob, nor divination in Israel. In their times it shall be told to Jacob and to Israel what God hath wrought. Behold, the people shall rise up as a lioness, and shall lift itself up as a lion. It shall not lie down till it devour the prey, and drink the blood of the slain. And Balak said to Balaam, Neither curse nor bless him. And he said, Did I not tell thee that whatsoever God should command me, that I would do? And Balak said to him, Come, and I will bring thee to another place. If peradventure it please God that thou mayest curse them from thence. And when he had brought him upon the top of Mount Fogor, which looketh towards the wilderness, Balaam said to him, Build me here seven altars, and prepare as many calves, and the same number of rams. Balak did as Balaam had said, and he laid on every altar a calf and a ram. Chapter 24 Balaam still continues to prophesy good things in favor of Israel. And when Balaam saw that it pleased the Lord that he should bless Israel, he went not as he had gone before to seek divination, but setting his face towards the desert. And lifting up his eyes, he saw Israel abiding in their tents by their tribes, and the Spirit of God rushing upon him. He took up his parable and said, Balaam the son of Beor hath said, The man hath said, Whose eye is stopped up? The hearer of the words of God hath said, He that hath beheld the vision of the Almighty, he that falleth, and so his eyes are opened. How beautiful are thy tabernacles, O Jacob, and thy tents, O Israel, as woody valleys, as watered gardens near the rivers, as tabernacles, which the Lord hath pitched, as cedars by the waterside. Water shall flow out of his bucket, and his seed shall be in many waters, for Agag his king shall be removed, and his kingdom shall be taken away. 
God hath brought him out of Egypt, whose strength is like to the rhinoceros. They shall devour the nations that are his enemies, and break their bones, and pierce them with arrows. Lying down he hath slept as a lion, and as a lioness, whom none shall dare to rouse. He that blesseth thee shall also himself be blessed. He that curseth thee shall be reckoned accursed. And Balak, being angry against Balaam, clapped his hands together and said, I called thee to curse my enemies, and thou, on the contrary, hast blessed them three times. Return to thy place. I had determined indeed greatly to honor thee, but the Lord hath deprived thee of the honor designed for thee. Balaam made answer to Balak, Did I not say to thy messengers, whom thou sentest to me, If Balak would give me his house full of silver and gold, I cannot go beyond the word of the Lord my God to utter anything of my own head, either good or evil. But whatsoever the Lord shall say, that I will speak. But yet going to my people, I will give thee counsel what this people shall do to thy people in the latter days. Therefore, taking up his parable, again he said, Balaam the son of Beor hath said, The man whose eye is stopped up hath said, The hearer of the words of God hath said, Who knoweth the doctrine of the highest, and seeth the visions of the Almighty, who falling hath his eyes opened. I shall see him, but not now. I shall behold him, but not near. A star shall rise out of Jacob, and a scepter shall spring up from Israel, and shall strike the chiefs of Moab, and shall waste all the children of Seth. And he shall possess Idumea, the inheritance of Seir, shall come to their enemies, but Israel shall do manfully. Out of Jacob shall he come, that shall rule, and shall destroy the remains of the city. And when he saw Amalek, he took up his parable and said, Amalek, the beginning of nations, whose latter ends shall be destroyed. He saw also the Sinite, and took up his parable and said, Thy habitation indeed is strong, but though thou build thy nest in a rock, and thou be chosen of the stock of sin, how long shalt thou be able to continue? For Asor shall take thee captive. And taking up his parable, again he said, Alas, who shall live when God shall do these things? They shall come in galleys from Italy. They shall overcome the Assyrians, and shall waste the Hebrews, and at the last they themselves also shall perish. And Balaam rose and returned to his place. Balak also returned the way that he came. Chapter 25 The people fall into fornication and idolatry, for which 24,000 are slain. The zeal of Phineas. And Israel at that time abode and sent him, and the people committed fornication with the daughters of Moab, who called them to their sacrifices, and they ate of them and adored their gods. And Israel was initiated to Beelphegor, upon whom the Lord, being angry, said to Moses, Take all the princes of the people and hang them up on gibbets against the sun, that my fury may be turned away from Israel. And Moses said to the judges of Israel, Let every man kill his neighbors that have been initiated to Beelphegor. And behold, one of the children of Israel went in before his brethren to a harlot of Madian in the sight of Moses, and of all the children of Israel who were weeping before the door of the tabernacle. And when Phinehas, the son of Eleazar, the son of Aaron, the priest, saw it, he rose up from the midst of the multitude, and taking a dagger, went in after the Israelite into the brothel house, and thrust both of them through together, to wit the man and the woman in the genital parts. And the scourge ceased from the children of Israel. And there were slain four and twenty thousand men. 
And the Lord said to Moses, Phinehas, the son of Eleazar, the son of Aaron the priest, hath turned away my wrath from the children of Israel, because he was moved with my zeal against them, that I myself might not destroy the children of Israel in my zeal. Therefore say to him, Behold, I give him the peace of my covenant, and the covenant of the priesthood forever shall be both to him and his seed, because he hath been zealous for his God, and hath made atonement for the wickedness of the children of Israel. And the name of the Israelite that was slain with the woman of Madian was Zambri, the son of Salu, a prince of the kindred and tribe of Simeon. And the Madianite woman that was slain with him was called Cosme, the daughter of Sir, a most noble prince among the Madianites. And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Let the Madianites find you their enemies and slay you them, because they also have acted like enemies against you, and have guilefully deceived you by the idol Fogor. And Cosbe, their sister, a daughter of a prince of Madian, who was slain in the day of the plague for the sacrilege of Fogor. Chapter 26. The people are again numbered by their tribes and families. After the blood of the guilty was shed, the Lord said to Moses and to Eleazar, the son of Aaron, the priest, Number the whole sum of the children of Israel from twenty years old and upward, by their houses and kindreds, all that are able to go forth to war. Moses, therefore, and Eleazar the priest, being in the plains of Moab, upon the Jordan, over against Jericho, spoke to them that were from twenty years old and upward, as the Lord had commanded. And this is the number of them. Reuben, the firstborn of Israel, his sons were Henoch, of whom is the family of the Henochites, and Phalu, of whom is the family of the Phalulites, and Hisron, of whom is the family of the Hisronites, and Carmi, of whom is the family of the Carmites. These are the families of the stock of Reuben, whose number was found to be 43,730. The son of Phalu was Eliab. His sons were Namuel and Dathan and Abaron. These are Dathan and Abaron, the princes of the people, that rose against Moses and Aaron in the sedition of Korah, when they rebelled against the Lord. And the earth, opening her mouth, swallowed up Korah, many others dying, when the fire burned two hundred and fifty men. And there was a great miracle wrought, that when Korah perished, his sons did not perish. The sons of Simeon by their kindreds, Namuel, of him is the family of the Namuelites, Jamin, of him is the family of the Jamanites, Jacob, of him is the family of the Jacobites, Zari, of him is the family of the Zarites, Saul, of him is the family of the Saulites. These are the families of the stock of Simeon, of which the whole number was 22,200. The sons of Gad by their kindreds, Sephon, of him is the family of the Sephonites, Agi, of him is the family of the Agites, Sunai, of him is the family of the Sunites, Osni, of him is the family of the Osnites, Her, of him is the family of the Herites, Arad, of him is the family of the Aradites, Ariel, of him is the family of the Arielites. These are the families of Gad, of which the whole number was 40,500. The sons of Judah, Her and Onan, who both died in the land of Canaan. And the sons of Judah by their kindreds were Selah, of whom is the family of the Selahites, Pharis, of whom is the family of the Pharisites, Zeri, of whom is the family of the Zerites. Moreover, the sons of Pharis were Hesron, of whom is the family of the Hesronites, and Hamul, of whom is the family of the Hamulites. These are the families of Judah, of which the whole number was 76,500. The sons of Issachar, by their kindreds, 
Tholer, of whom is the family of the Tholoites. Fua, of whom is the family of the Fuaites. Jasub, of whom is the family of the Jasubites. Semran, of whom is the family of the Semranites. These are the kindreds of Issachar, whose number was 64,300. The sons of Zabulon by their kindreds. Sarad, of whom is the family of the Saradites. Elon, of whom is the family of the Elonites. Jalel, of whom is the family of the Jalalite. These are the kindreds of Zabulon, whose number was 60,500. The sons of Joseph by their kindred, Manasses and Ephraim. Of Manasses was born Mekir, of whom is the family of the Mechorites. Mekir begot Galad, of whom is the family of the Galadites. Galad had sons, Jezer, of whom is the family of the Jezerites, and Helak, of whom is the family of the Helakites, and Ezreel, of whom is the family of the Ezreelites, and Sechem, of whom is the family of the Sechemites, and Semeda, of whom is the family of the Semedites, and Hefer, of whom is the family of the Heferites. And Hefer was the father of Salphad, who had no sons but only daughters, whose names are these, Malah, and Noah, and Hegla, and Melchah, and Thersa. These are the families of Manasses, and the number of them 52,700. And the sons of Ephraim by their kindreds were these, Suthala, of whom is the family of the Suthalalites, Beker, of whom is the family of the Bekerites, Thelen, of whom is the family of the Thehenites. Now the son of Suthala was Heron, of whom is the family of the Heronites. These are the kindreds of the sons of Ephraim, whose number was 32,500. These are the sons of Joseph by their families, the sons of Benjamin and their kindreds, Bela, of whom is the family of the Belaites, Azbel, of whom is the family of the Azbelites, Aharim, of whom is the family of the Aharamites, Sufam, of whom is the family of the Sufamites, Hufam, of whom is the family of the Hufamites, the sons of Bela, Herod, and Noaman, of Herod is the family of the Herodites, of Noaman, the family of the Noamites. These are the sons of Benjamin by their kindreds, whose number was 45,600. The sons of Dan by their kindreds, Suham, of whom is the family of the Suhamites. These are the kindreds of Dan by their families. All were Suhamites, whose number was 64,400. The sons of Aser by their kindreds, Jemna, of whom is the family of the Jemnites, Jesui, of whom is the family of the Jesuites, Brei, of whom is the family of the Braeites, the sons of Brei, Heber, of whom is the family of the Heberites, and Melchiel, of whom is the family of the Melchielites. And the name of the daughter of Aser was Sarah. These are the kindreds of the sons of Aser, and their number 53,400. The sons of Naphtali by their kindreds, Jesiel, of whom is the family of the Jesielites, Gunai, of whom is the family of the Gunites. Jeser, of whom is the family of the Jeserites, Selam, of whom is the family of the Selamites. These are the kindreds of the sons of Naphtali by their families, whose number was 45,400. This is the sum of the children of Israel that were reckoned up, 601,730. And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, To these shall the land be divided for their possessions according to the number of names. To the greater number thou shalt give a greater portion, and to the fewer a less. To every one as they have now been reckoned up shall a possession be delivered. Yet so that by lot the land be divided to the tribe and families. Whatsoever shall fall by lot, that shall be taken by the more or the fewer. This also is the number of the sons of Levi by their families. Gerson, of whom is the family of the Gersonites. Kath, of whom is the family of the Kathites. Mirari, of whom is the family of the Mirarites. These are the families of Levi. The family of Lobnai, 
the family of Hebroni, the family of Moholi, the family of Musai, the family of Cori. Now Kaath begot Amran, who had to wife Jochebed, the daughter of Levi, who was born to him in Egypt. She bore to her husband Amran's sons, Aaron and Moses, and Mary their sister. Of Aaron were born Nadab and Abui, and Eleazar and Ithamar, of whom Nadab and Abiu died when they had offered the strange fire before the Lord. And all that were numbered were 23,000 males from one month old and upward. For they were not reckoned up among the children of Israel, neither was a possession given to them with the rest. This is the number of the children of Israel that were enrolled by Moses and Eleazar the priest in the plains of Moab upon the Jordan, over against Jericho, among whom there was not one of them that were numbered before by Moses and Aaron in the desert of Sinai. For the Lord had foretold that they should die in the wilderness, and none remained of them but Caleb the son of Jephone, and Joshua the son of Nun. Chapter 27 The Law of Inheritance Joshua is appointed to succeed Moses. Then came the daughters of Salphad, the son of Hepher, the son of Galad, the son of Mecher, the son of Manasses, who was the son of Joseph, and their names are Melah, and Noah, and Heglah, and Melchah, and Thursa. And they stood before Moses and Eleazar the priest, and all the princes of the people at the door of the tabernacle of the covenant, and said, Our father died in the desert, and was not in the sedition that was raised against the Lord under Cori, but he died in his own sin, and he had no male children. Why is his name taken away out of his family, because he had no son? Give us a possession among the kinsmen of our father. And Moses referred their cause to the judgment of the Lord. And the Lord said to him, The daughters of Salphad demand a just thing. Give them a possession among their father's kindred, and let them succeed him in his inheritance. And to the children of Israel thou shalt speak these things. When a man dieth without a son, his inheritance shall pass to his daughter. If he have no daughter, his brethren shall succeed him. And if he have no brethren, you shall give the inheritance to his father's brethren. But if he have no uncles by the father, the inheritance shall be given to them that are the next kin. And this shall be to the children of Israel sacred by a perpetual law, as the Lord hath commanded Moses. The Lord also said to Moses, Go up into this mountain, Abarim, and view from thence the land which I will give to the children of Israel. And when thou shalt have seen it, thou also shalt go to thy people, as thy brother Aaron is gone because you offended me in the desert of sin in the contradiction of the multitude. Neither would you sanctify me before them at the waters. These are the waters of contradiction in Cadiz of the desert of sin. And Moses answered him, May the Lord, the God of the spirits of all flesh, provide a man that may be over this multitude, and may go out and in before them, and may lead them out or bring them in, lest the people of the Lord be as sheep without a shepherd. And the Lord said to him, Take Joshua, the son of Nun, a man in whom is the Spirit, and put thy hand upon him. And he shall stand before Eleazar the priest and all the multitude. And thou shalt give him precepts in the sight of all, and part of thy glory, that all the congregation of the children of Israel may hear him. If anything be to be done, Eleazar the priest shall consult the Lord for him. He and all the children of Israel with him and the rest of the multitude shall go out and go in at his word. Moses did as the Lord had commanded. And when he had taken Joshua, he sent him before Eleazar the priest and all the assembly of the people. And laying his hands on his head, he repeated all things that the Lord had commanded. Chapter 28. 
Sacrifices are appointed as well for every day as for Sabbaths and other festivals. The Lord also said to Moses, Command the children of Israel, and thou shalt say to them, Offer ye my oblation and my bread, and burn sacrifice of most sweet odor in their due seasons. These are the sacrifices which you shall offer. Two lambs of a year old without blemish every day for the perpetual holocaust. One you shall offer in the morning and the other in the evening. And the tenth part of an ephi of flour, which shall be tempered with the purest oil, of the measure of the fourth part of a hen. It is the continual holocaust which you offered in Mount Sinai for a most sweet odor of a sacrifice by fire to the Lord. And for a libation you shall offer of wine the fourth part of a hen for every lamb in the sanctuary of the Lord. And you shall offer the other lamb in like manner in the evening according to all the rites of the morning sacrifice, and of the libations thereof, an oblation of most sweet odor to the Lord. And on the Sabbath day you shall offer two lambs of a year old without blemish, and two tenths of flour tempered with oil in sacrifice, and the libations, which regularly are poured out every Sabbath for the perpetual holocaust. And on the first day of the month you shall offer a holocaust to the Lord, two calves of the herd, one ram, and seven lambs of a year old without blemish, and three tenths of flour tempered with oil in sacrifice for every calf, and two tenths of flour tempered with oil for every ram and the tenth of a tenth of flour tempered with oil and sacrifice for every lamb. It is a holocaust of most sweet odor, and an offering by fire to the Lord. And these shall be the libations of wine that are to be poured out for every victim, half a hin for every calf, a third for a ram, and a fourth for a lamb. This shall be the holocaust for every month, as they succeed one another in the course of the year. And a buck goat also shall be offered to the Lord, for a sin offering over and above the perpetual holocaust with its libations. And in the first month, on the fourteenth day of the month, shall be the phase of the Lord, and on the fifteenth day the solemn feast. Seven days shall they eat unleavened bread, and the first day of them shall be venerable and holy. You shall not do any servile work therein. And you shall offer a burnt sacrifice, a holocaust to the Lord, two calves of the herd, one ram, seven lambs of a year old without blemish. And for the sacrifices of every one, three-tenths of flour, which shall be tempered with oil to every calf, and two-tenths to every ram. And the tenth of a tenth to every lamb, that is to say, to all the seven lambs, and one buck goat for sin, to make atonement for you, besides the morning holocaust, which you shall always offer. The seventh day also shall be most seven days for the food of the fire, and for a sweet odor to the Lord, which shall rise from the holocaust, and from the libations of each. The seventh day also shall be most solemn and holy unto you. You shall do no servile work therein. The day also of first fruits, when after the weeks are accomplished, you shall offer new fruits to the Lord, shall be venerable and holy. You shall do no servile work therein. And you shall offer a holocaust for a most sweet odor to the Lord, two calves of the herd, one ram, and seven lambs of a year old without blemish. And in the sacrifices of them, three-tenths of flour tempered with oil to every calf, two to every ram, the tenth of a tenth to every lamb, which in all are seven lambs, a buck goat also, which is slain for expiation, besides the perpetual holocaust and the libations thereof. You shall offer them all, without blemish, with their libations. Chapter 29. Sacrifices for the Festivals of the Seventh Month. The first day also of the seventh month shall be venerable and holy unto you. You shall do no servile work therein, because it is the day of the sounding and of trumpets. And you shall offer a holocaust for a most sweet odor to the Lord, one calf of the herd, one ram, and seven lambs of a year old, without blemish. 
And for their sacrifices, three-tenths of flour, tempered with oil to every calf, two-tenths to a ram, one-tenth to a lamb, which in all are seven lambs, and a buck goat for sin, which is offered for the expiation of the people, besides the holocaust of the first day of the month with the sacrifices thereof, and the perpetual holocaust with the accustomed libations. With the same ceremonies, you shall offer a burnt sacrifice for a most sweet odor to the Lord. The tenth day also of this seventh month shall be holy and venerable unto you. And you shall afflict your souls. You shall do no servile work therein. And you shall offer a holocaust to the Lord for a most sweet odor, one calf of the herd, one ram, and seven lambs of a year old without blemish. And for their sacrifices, three-tenths of flour tempered with oil to every calf, two-tenths to a ram, the tenth of a tenth to every lamb, which are in all seven lambs, and a buck goat for sin, besides the things that are wont to be offered for sin, for expiation and for the perpetual holocaust with their sacrifice and libations. And on the fifteenth day of the seventh month, which shall be unto you holy and venerable, you shall do no servile work, but shall celebrate a solemnity to the Lord seven days. And you shall offer a holocaust for a most sweet odor to the Lord, thirteen calves of the herd, two rams, and fourteen lambs of a year old without blemish. And for the libations, three-tenths of flour tempered with oil to every calf, being in all thirteen calves, and two-tenths to each ram, being two rams, the tenth of a tenth to every lamb, being in all fourteen lambs, and a buck goat for sin, besides the perpetual holocaust, and the sacrifice and the libation thereof. On the second day you shall offer twelve calves of the herd, two rams, and fourteen lambs of a year old, without blemish, and the sacrifices and the libations for every one, for the calves, and for the rams, and for the lambs you shall duly celebrate. And a buck goat for a sin offering, besides the perpetual holocaust, and the sacrifice and the libation thereof. The third day you shall offer eleven calves, two rams, and fourteen lambs of a year old, without blemish. And the sacrifices and the libations of every one for the calves, and for the rams, and for the lambs you shall offer according to the rite. And a buck goat for sin, besides the perpetual holocaust, and the sacrifice and the libation thereof. The fourth day you shall offer ten calves, two rams, and fourteen lambs of a year old, without blemish. And the sacrifices and the libations of every one for the calves, and for the rams, and for the lambs, you shall celebrate in right manner. And a buck goat for sin, besides the perpetual holocaust, and the sacrifice and the libation thereof. The fifth day you shall offer nine calves, two rams, and fourteen lambs of a year old, without blemish. And the sacrifices and the libations of every one for the calves, and for the rams, and for the lambs, you shall celebrate according to the rite. And a buck goat for sin, besides the perpetual holocaust, and the sacrifice and the libation thereof. The sixth day you shall offer eight calves, two rams, and fourteen lambs of a year old without blemish, and the sacrifices and the libations of every one for the calves and for the rams and for the lambs you shall celebrate according to the rite. And a buck goat for sin, besides the perpetual holocaust and the sacrifice and the libation thereof. The seventh day you shall offer seven calves and two rams and fourteen lambs of a year old without blemish, and the sacrifices and the libations of every one for the calves and for the rams and for the lambs you shall celebrate according to the rite. And a buck goat for sin, besides the perpetual holocaust and the sacrifice and the libation thereof. On the eighth day, which is most solemn, you shall do no servile work. But you shall offer a holocaust for a most sweet odor to the Lord, one calf, one ram, and seven lambs of a year old without blemish, and the sacrifices and the libations of every one for the calves and for the rams and for the lambs you shall celebrate according to the rite, and a buck goat for sin, besides a perpetual holocaust, and the sacrifice and the libation thereof. These things shall you offer to the Lord in your solemnities. 
besides your vows and voluntary oblations for Holocaust, for sacrifice, for libation, and for victims of peace offerings. Chapter 30 of Vows and Oaths and Their Obligation. And Moses told the children of Israel all that the Lord had commanded him. And he said to the princes of the tribes of the children of Israel, This is the word that the Lord hath commanded. If any man make a vow to the Lord, or bind himself by an oath, he shall not make his word void, but shall fulfill all that he promised. If a woman vow anything, and bind herself by an oath, being in her father's house, and but yet a girl in age, if her father knew the vow that she hath promised, and the oath wherewith she hath bound her soul, and held his peace, she shall be bound by the vow. Whatsoever she promised and swore, she shall fulfill indeed. But if her father immediately as soon as he heard it gainsaid it, both her vows and her oaths shall be void. Neither shall she be bound to what she promised, because her father hath gainsaid it. If she have a husband, and shall vow anything, and the word once going out of her mouth, shall bind her soul by an oath. The day that her husband shall hear it, and not gainsay it, she shall be bound to the vow, and shall give whatsoever she promised. But if as soon as he heareth, he gainsay it, and make her promises, and the words wherewith she had bound her soul of no effect, the Lord will forgive her. And the widow, and she that is divorced, shall fulfill whatsoever they vow. If the wife in the house of her husband hath bound herself by vow and by oath, if her husband hear, and hold his peace, and doth not disallow the promise, she shall accomplish whatsoever she had promised. But if forthwith he gainsay it, she shall not be bound by the promise, because her husband gainsaid it, and the Lord will be merciful to her. If she vow and bind herself by oath to afflict her soul by fasting or abstinence from other things, it shall depend on the will of her husband whether she shall do it or not do it. But if the husband hearing it hold his peace and defer the declaring his mind till another day, whatsoever she had vowed and promised, she shall fulfill, because immediately as he heard it, he held his peace. But if he gainsay it after that he knew it, he shall bear her iniquity. These are the laws which the Lord appointed to Moses between the husband and the wife, between the father and the daughter, that is as yet but a girl in age, or that abideth in her father's house. Chapter 31. The Medianites are slain for having drawn the people of Israel into sin, the dividing of the booty. And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Revenge first the children of Israel on the Medianites, and so thou shalt be gathered to thy people. And Moses forthwith said, Arm of you men to fight, who may take the revenge of the Lord on the Medianites. Let a thousand men be chosen out of every tribe of Israel to be sent to the war. And they gave a thousand of every tribe, that is to say, twelve thousand men, well appointed for battle. And Moses sent them with Phinehas, the son of Eleazar, the priest, and he delivered to him the holy vessels and the trumpets to sound. And when they had fought against the Madianites and had overcome them, they slew all the men. And their kings Evi and Rechem and Sur and Hur and Rebi five princes of the nation. Balaam also the son of Beor they killed with the sword. And they took their women and their children captives and all their cattle and all their goods and all their possessions they plundered. And all their cities and their villages and castles they burned. And they carried away the booty and all that they had taken both of men and of beasts. 
And they brought them to Moses and Eleazar the priest, and to all the multitude of the children of Israel. But the rest of the things for use they carried to the camp on the plains of Moab, besides the Jordan, over against Jericho. And Moses and Eleazar the priest, and all the princes of the synagogue went forth to meet them without the camp. And Moses, being angry with the chief officers of the army, the tribunes, and the centurions that were come from the battle, said, Why have you saved the women? Are not these they that deceived the children of Israel by the counsel of Balaam, and made you transgress against the Lord by the sin of Phogor, for which also the people was punished? Therefore kill all that are of the male sex, even of the children, and put to death the women that have carnally known men. But the girls and all the women that are virgins, save for yourselves, and stay without the camp seven days. He that hath killed a man, or touched one that is killed, shall be purified the third day and the seventh day. And of all the spoil, every garment or vessel or anything made for use of the skins or hair of goats or of wood shall be purified. Eleazar, also the priest, spoke to the men of the army that had fought in this manner. This is the ordinance of the law which the Lord hath commanded Moses, gold and silver and brass and iron and lead and tin, and all that may pass through the fire shall be purified by fire, but whatsoever cannot abide the fire shall be sanctified with the water of expiation. And you shall wash your garments the seventh day, and being purified, you shall afterwards enter into the camp. And the Lord said to Moses, Take the sum of the things that were taken both of man and beast, thou and Eleazar the priest, and the princes of the multitude. And thou shalt divide the spoil equally between them that fought and went out to the war, and between the rest of the multitude. And thou shalt separate a portion to the Lord from them that fought and were in the battle, one soul of five hundred, as well as of persons, as of oxen, and asses, and sheep. And thou shalt give it to Eleazar the priest, because they are the firstfruits of the Lord. Out of the moiety also of the children of Israel thou shalt take the fiftieth head of persons, and of oxen, and asses, and sheep, and of all beasts, and thou shalt give them to the Levites that watch in the charge of the tabernacle of the Lord. And Moses and Eleazar did as the Lord had commanded. And the spoil which the army had taken was 675,000 sheep. 72,000 oxen, 61,000 asses, and 32,000 persons of the female sex that had not known men. And one half was given to them that had been in the battle, to it 337,500 sheep, out of which for the portion of the Lord were reckoned 675 sheep. And out of the 36,000 oxen, 72 oxen. Out of the 30,500 asses, 61 asses. Out of the 16,000 persons, there fell to the portion of the Lord 32 souls. And Moses delivered the number of the first fruits of the Lord to Eleazar the priest, as had been commanded him. Out of the half of the children of Israel, which he had separated for them that had been in the battle. But out of the half that fell to the rest of the multitude, that is to say, out of the 337,500 sheep, and out of the 36,000 oxen, and out of the 30,500 asses, and out of the 16,000 persons, Moses took the 50th head and gave it to the Levites that watched in the tabernacle of the Lord, as the Lord had commanded. And when the commanders of the army and the tribunes and centurions were come to Moses, they said, We thy servants have reckoned up the number of the fighting men whom we had under our hand, and not so much as one was wanting. Therefore we offer as gifts to the Lord what gold every one of us could find in the booty, in garters and tablets, rings and bracelets, and chains, that thou mayest pray to the Lord for us. And Moses and Eleazar the priest received all the gold in diverse kinds, in weight 16,750 sickles, from the tribunes and from the centurions, 
for that which everyone had taken in the booty was his own. And that which was received they brought into the tabernacle of the testimony for a memorial of the children of Israel before the Lord. Chapter 32. The tribes of Reuben and Gad and half of the tribe of Manasseh received their inheritance on the east side of Jordan upon conditions approved of by Moses. And the sons of Reuben and Gad had many flocks of cattle, and their substance in beasts was infinite. And when they saw the lands of Jazer and Galad fit for feeding cattle, they came to Moses and Eleazar the priest and the princes of the multitude and said, Ataroth and Dibon and Jazer and Nimram, Hesibon, Eliah and Saban and Nebo and Beon, the land which the Lord hath conquered in the sight of the children of Israel is a very fertile soil for the feeding of beasts, and we thy servants have very much cattle. And we pray thee, if we have found favor in thy sight, that thou give it to us thy servants in possession, and make us not pass over the Jordan. And Moses answered them, What? Shall your brethren go to fight, and will you sit here? Why do ye overturn the minds of the children of Israel, that they may not dare to pass into the place which the Lord hath given them? Was it not thus your fathers did, when I sent from Cadiz barn to view the land? And when they were come as far as the valley of the cluster, having viewed all the country, they overturned the hearts of the children of Israel, that they should not enter into the coasts which the Lord gave them. And he swore in his anger, saying, If these men that came up out of Egypt from twenty years old and upward shall see the land which I promised with an oath to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, because they would not follow me, except Caleb, the son of Jephon, the Kenizzite, and Joshua, the son of Nun, these have fulfilled my will. And the Lord, being angry against Israel, led them about through the desert forty years, until the whole generation that hath done evil in his sight was consumed. And behold, said he, you are risen up instead of your fathers, the increase and offspring of sinful men, to augment the fury of the Lord against Israel. For if you will not follow him, he will leave the people in the wilderness, and you shall be the cause of the destruction of all. But they coming near said, We will make sheepfolds and stalls for our cattle and strong cities for our children. And we ourselves will go armed and ready for battle before the children of Israel until we bring them in unto their places. Our little ones and all we have shall be in walled cities for fear of the ambushes of the inhabitants. We will not return into our houses until the children of Israel possess their inheritance. Neither will we seek anything beyond the Jordan because we have already our possession on the east side thereof. And Moses said to them, If you do what you promise, go on well appointed for war before the Lord, and let every fighting man pass over the Jordan until the Lord overthrow his enemies, and all the land be brought under him. Then shall you be blameless before the Lord and before Israel, and you shall obtain the countries that you desire before the Lord. But if you do not what you say, no man can doubt, but you sin against God, and know ye that your sin shall overtake you. Build therefore cities for your children, and folds and stalls for your sheep and beasts, and accomplish what you have promised. And the children of Gad and Reuben said to Moses, We are thy servants, we will do what my Lord commandeth. We will leave our children and our wives and sheep and cattle in the cities Galad. And we thy servants, all well appointed, will march on to the war as thou, my Lord, speakest. Moses therefore commanded Eleazar the priest and Joshua the son of Nun and the princes of the families of all the tribes of Israel and said to them, If the children of Gad and the children of Reuben pass with you over the Jordan, all armed for war before the Lord and the land be made subject to you, give them Galad in possession. 
But if they will not pass armed with you into the land of Canaan, let them receive places to dwell in among you. And the children of Gad and the children of Reuben answered, As the Lord hath spoken to his servants, so will we do. We will go armed before the Lord into the land of Canaan, and we confess that we have already received our possession beyond the Jordan. Moses therefore gave to the children of Gad and of Reuben and to the half-tribe of Manasses, the son of Joseph, the kingdom of Sihon, king of the Amorites, and the kingdom of Og, the king of Basan, and their land and the cities thereof and round about. And the sons of Gad built Dibon, and Ataroth, and Aror, and Etroth, and Sophon, and Jazer, and Jegbah, and Beth Nimrah, and Betharon, fenced cities and folds for their cattle. And the children of Reuben built Hezebon, and Elili, and Cariathem, and Nabo, and Baalmeon, their names being changed, and Sabama, giving names to the cities which they had built. Moreover, the children of Maker, the son of Manasses, went into Galad and wasted it, cutting off the Amorites, the inhabitants thereof. And Moses gave the land of Galad to Maker, the son of Manasses, and he dwelt in it. And Jair, the son of Manasses, went and took the villages thereof, and he called them Hevoth Jair, that is to say, the villages of Jair. Nobi also went and took Kenath with the villages thereof, and he called it by his own name, Nobi. End of side one, please. Chapter 33 The Mansions or Journeys of the Children of Israel Towards the Land of Promise These are the mansions of the children of Israel who went out of Egypt by their troops under the conduct of Moses and Aaron, which Moses wrote down according to the places of their encamping, which they changed by the commandment of the Lord. Now the children of Israel departed from Ramesses the first month on the fifteenth day of the first month, the day after the phase, with a mighty hand in the sight of all the Egyptians, who were burying their firstborn, whom the Lord had slain. Upon their gods also he had executed vengeance. And they camped in Sokoth, and from Sokoth they came into Etham, which is in the uttermost borders of the wilderness. Departing from thence they came over against Fehahiroth, which looketh towards Beelzephon, and they camped before Magdalon. And departing from Fehaheroth, they passed through the midst of the sea into the wilderness. And having marched three days through the desert of Etham, they camped in Marah. And departing from Marah, they came into Elam, where there were twelve fountains of water and seventy palm trees. And there they camped. But departing from thence also, they pitched their tents by the Red Sea, and departing from the Red Sea, they camped in the desert of Sin. And they removed from thence, and came to Dafka. And departing from Dafka, they encamped in Alus. And departing from Alus, they pitched their tents in Raphidim, where the people wanted water to drink. And departing from Raphidim, they encamped in the desert of Sinai. But departing also from the desert of Sinai, they came to the graves of Lust. And departing from the graves of Lust, they camped in Hesaroth. And from Hesaroth, they came to Rethmah. And departing from Rathmah, they camped in Remomferes, and they departed from thence and came to Labna. Removing from Labna, they camped in Resa, and departing from Resa, they came to Kielatha, and they removed from thence and camped in the mountain Sefer. Departing from the mountain Sefer, they came to Arada. From thence they went and camped in Mechaloth. And departing from Mechaloth, they came to Thahath. 
removing from Thahath, they camped in Thari, and they departed from thence and pitched their tents in Methka, and removing from Methka, they camped in Hezmona, and departing from Hezmona, they came to Moseroth, and removing from Moseroth, they camped in Benejakan, and departing from Benejakan, they came to Mount Gadgad. From thence they went and camped in Jedibatha, and from Jedibatha they came to Hebrona, and in departing from Hebrona they camped in Asiangaber. They removed from thence and came into the desert of Sin, which is Cadiz. And departing from Cadiz they camped in Mount Hor, in the uttermost borders of the land of Edom. And Aaron the priest went up into Mount Hor at the commandment of the Lord. And there he died in the fortieth year of the coming forth of the children of Israel out of Egypt, the fifth month, the first day of the month, when he was a hundred and twenty-three years old. And King Arah the Canaanite, who dealt towards the south, heard that the children of Israel were come to the land of Canaan. And they departed from Mount Hor and camped in Salmona, from whence they removed and came to Funon. And departing from Funon, they camped in Oboth. And from Oboth they came to Ije-Abarim, which is in the borders of the Moabites. And departing from Ije-Abarim, they pitched their tents in Dibongab. From thence they went and camped in Helmon de Blathem. And departing from Helmon de Blathem, they came to the mountains of Abarim over against Nebo. And departing from the mountains of Abarim, they passed to the plains of Moab by the Jordan over against Jericho. And there they camped from Bethsemoth even to Ablesatim in the plains of the Moabites, where the Lord said to Moses, Command the children of Israel and say to them, When you shall have passed over the Jordan, entering into the land of Canaan, destroy all the inhabitants of that land, beat down their pillars, and break in pieces their statues, and waste all their high places, cleansing the land and dwelling in it, for I have given it to you for a possession. And you shall divide it among you by lot. To the more you shall give a larger part, and to the fewer a lesser. To every one as the lot shall fall, so shall the inheritance be given. The possession shall be divided by the tribes and the families. But if you will not kill the inhabitants of the land, they that remain shall be unto you as nails in your eyes and spears in your sides, and they shall be your adversaries in the land of your habitation. And whatsoever I had thought to do to them, I will do to you. Chapter 34 The limits of Canaan with the names of the men that make the division of it. And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Command the children of Israel, and thou shalt say to them, When you are entered into the land of Canaan, and it shall be fallen into your possession by lot, it shall be bounded by these limits. The south side shall begin from the wilderness of Sin, which is by Edom, and shall have the most salt sea for its farthest limits eastward which limits shall go round on the south side by the ascent of the Scorpion, and so into Sena, and reach toward the south as far as Kadesbarn, from whence the frontier shall go out to the town called Adar, and shall reach as far as Asimona. And the limits shall fetch a compass from Asimona to the torrent of Egypt, and shall end in the shore of the Great Sea. And the west side shall begin from the Great Sea, and the same shall be the end thereof. But toward the north side the borders shall begin from the great sea, reaching to the most high mountain, from which they shall come to Imath, as far as the borders of Sedada. And the limit shall go as far as Zephrona and the village of Enan. These shall be the borders on the north side. From whence they shall mark out the bounds toward the east side from the village of Enan unto Sephama. And from Sephama the bounds shall go down to Ribla over against the fountain of Daphnis, 
from thence they shall come eastward to the sea of Kenareth, and shall reach as far as the Jordan, and at the last shall be closed in by the most salt sea. This shall be your land with its borders round about. And Moses commanded the children of Israel, saying, This shall be the land which you shall possess by lot, and which the Lord hath commanded to be given to the nine tribes, and to the half-tribe, the tribe of the children of Reuben, by their families, and the tribe of the children of Gad, according to the number of their kindreds, and half of the tribe of Manasseh, that is, two tribes and a half, have received their portion beyond the Jordan, over against Jericho at the east side. And the Lord said to Moses, These are the names of the men that shall divide the land unto you. And the are the priest, and Joshua the son of Nun, and one prince of every tribe, whose names are these. Of the tribe of Judah, Caleb, the son of Jephon. Of the tribe of Simeon, Samuel, the son of Amiud. Of the tribe of Benjamin, Elidad, the son of Casilon. Of the tribe of the children of Dan, Bokai, the son of Joglai. Of the children of Joseph, of the tribe of Anasses, Haniel, the son of Ephod. Of the tribe of Ephraim, Camuel, the son of Septan. Of the tribe of Zabulon, Elisiphon, the son of Pharnach of the tribe of Issachar, Phaltiel, the prince, the son of Ozan, of the tribe of Aser, Ahiud, the son of Salomai, of the tribe of Naphtali, Phaduel, the son of Amiud. These are they whom the Lord hath commanded to divide the land of Canaan to the children of Israel. Chapter 35. Cities are appointed for the Levites, of which six are to be the cities of refuge. And the Lord spoke these things also to Moses in the plains of Moab by the Jordan over against Jericho. Command the children of Israel that they give to the Levites out of their possessions cities to dwell in and their suburbs round about that they may abide in the towns and the suburbs may be for their cattle and beasts which suburbs shall reach from the walls of the cities outward a thousand paces on every side. Toward the east shall be two thousand cubits and towards the south in like manner shall be two thousand cubits. Towards the sea also, which looketh to the west, shall be the same extent, and the north side shall be bounded with the like limits, and the cities shall be in the midst, and the suburbs without. And among the cities which you shall give to the Levites, six shall be separated for refuge to fugitives, that he who hath shed blood may flee to them. And besides these there shall be other forty-two cities, that is, in all forty-eight with their suburbs. And of these cities which shall be given out of the possessions of the children of Israel, from them that have more, more shall be taken, and from them that have less, fewer. Each shall give towns to the Levites according to the extent of their inheritance. The Lord said to Moses, Speak to the children of Israel, and thou shalt say to them, When you shall have passed over the Jordan into the land of Canaan, determine what cities shall be for the refuge of fugitives who have shed blood against their will. And when the fugitive shall be in them, the kinsman of him that is slain may not have power to kill him until he stand before the multitude and his cause be judged. And of those cities that are separated for the refuge of fugitives, three shall be beyond the Jordan and three in the land of Canaan, as well for the children of Israel as for strangers and sojourners, that he may flee to them who hath shed blood against his will. If any man strike with iron and he die that was struck, he shall be guilty of murder and he himself shall die. If he throw a stone, and he that is struck die, he shall be punished in the same manner. If he that is struck with wood die, he shall be revenged by the blood of him that struck him. 
The kinsman of him that was slain shall kill the murderer. As soon as he apprehended him, he shall kill him. If through hatred any one push a man or fling anything at him with ill design, or being his enemy, strike him with his hand, and he die, the striker shall be guilty of murder. The kinsman of him that was slain, as soon as he findeth him, shall kill him. But if by chance medley, and without hatred and enmity, he do any of these things, and this be proved in the hearing of the people, and the cause be debated between him that struck and the next of kin, the innocent shall be delivered from the hand of the revenger, and shall be brought back by sentence into the city to which he had fled, and he shall abide there until the death of the high priest that is anointed with the holy oil. If the murderer be found without the limits of the city that are appointed for the banished, and be struck by him that is the avenger of blood, he shall not be guilty that killed him. For the fugitive ought to have stayed in the city until the death of the high priest. And after he is dead, then shall the manslayer return to his own country. These things shall be perpetual, and for an ordinance in all your dwellings. The murderer shall be punished by witnesses. None shall be condemned upon the evidence of one man. You shall not take money of him that is guilty of blood, but he shall die forthwith. The banished and fugitives before the death of the high priest may by no means return into their own cities. Defile not the land of your habitation, which is stained with the blood of the innocent. Neither can it otherwise be expiated, but by his blood that hath shed the blood of another. And thus shall your possession be cleansed, myself abiding with you, for I am the Lord that dwell among the children of Israel. Chapter 36 that the inheritances may not be alienated from one tribe to another. All are to marry within their own tribe. And the princes of the families of Galad, the son of Maker, the son of Manasses, of the stock of the children of Joseph, came and spoke to Moses before the princes of Israel, and said, The Lord hath commanded thee, my Lord, that thou shouldst divide the land by lot to the children of Israel, and that thou shouldst give to the daughters of Salphad, our brother, the possession due to their father. Now, if men of another tribe take them to wives, their possession will follow them. Being transferred to another tribe will be a diminishing of our inheritance. And so it shall come to pass that when the jubilee, that is the fiftieth year of remission, is come, the distribution made by the lots shall be confounded, and the possession of the one shall pass to the others. Moses answered the children of Israel and said by the command of the Lord, The tribe of the children of Joseph hath spoken rightly. And this is the law promulgated by the Lord touching the daughters of Salphad. Let them marry to whom they will, only so that it be to men of their own tribe, lest the possession of the children of Israel be mingled from tribe to tribe. For all men shall marry wives of their own tribe and kindred, and all women shall take husbands of the same tribe, that the inheritance may remain in the families, and that the tribes be not mingled one with another, but remain so, as they were separated by the Lord, and the daughters of Salphad did as was commanded. And Malah, and Thursa, and Heglah, and Melchah, and Noah were married to the sons of their uncle by their father, of the family of Manasses, who was the son of Joseph. And the possession that had been allotted to them remained in the tribe and family of their father. These are the commandments and judgments which the Lord commanded by the hand of Moses to the children of Israel in the plains of Moab upon the Jordan over against Jericho. Thus concludes the book of Numbers. The book of Deuteronomy. Chapter 1. A repetition of what passed at Sinai and Kadesh Barn, and of the people murmuring and their punishment. 
These are the words which Moses spoke to all Israel beyond the Jordan in the plain wilderness, over against the Red Sea, between Pharaon and Thophel and Laban and Heseroth, where there is very much gold. Eleven days' journey from Horeb by the way of Mount Seir to Kadesbarn. In the fortieth year, the eleventh month, the first day of the month, Moses spoke to the children of Israel all that the Lord had commanded him to say to them. After that, he had slain Sihon, king of the Amorites, who dwelt in Hesebon, and Og, king of Basan, who abode in Astroth and in Edrai, beyond the Jordan in the land of Moab. And Moses began to expound the law and to say, The Lord our God spoke to us in Horeb, saying, You have stayed long enough in this mountain. Turn you and come to the mountain of the Amorites and to the other places that are next to it, the plains and the hills and the vales towards the south, and by the seashore, the land of the Canaanites and of Libanus, as far as the great river Euphrates. Behold, said he, I have delivered it to you. Go in and possess it, concerning which the Lord swore to your fathers Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, that he would give it to them and to their seed after them. And I said to you at that time, I alone am not able to bear you, for the Lord your God hath multiplied you, and you are this day as the stars of heaven for multitude. The Lord God of your fathers add to this number many thousands, and bless you as he hath spoken. I alone am not able to bear your business, and the charge of you and your differences. Let me have from among you wise and understanding men, and such whose conversation is approved among your tribes, that I may appoint them your rulers. Then you answered me, The thing is good which thou meanest to do. And I took out of your tribes men wise and honorable, and appointed them rulers, tribunes, and centurions, and officers over fifties and over tens, who might teach you all things. And I commanded them, saying, Hear them, and judge that which is just, whether he be one of your country or a stranger. There shall be no difference of persons, you shall hear the little as well as the great, neither shall you respect any man's person, because it is the judgment of God. And if anything seem hard to you, refer it to me, and I will hear it. And I commanded you all things that you were to do. And departing from Horeb, we passed through the terrible and vast wilderness which you saw by the way of the mountain of the Amorite, as the Lord our God had commanded us. And when we were come into Kadesbarn, I said to you, You are come to the mountain of the Amorite, which the Lord our God will give to us. See the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. Go up and possess it, as the Lord our God hath spoken to thy fathers. Fear not, nor be any way discouraged. And you came all to me, and said, Let us send men who may view the land, and bring us word what way we shall go up, and to what cities we shall go. And because the saying pleased me, I sent of you twelve men, one of every tribe, who, when they had set forward and had gone up to the mountains, came as far as the valley of the cluster. And having viewed the land, taking of the fruits thereof, to show its fertility, they brought them to us, and said, The land is good which the Lord our God will give us. And you would not go up, but being incredulous to the word of the Lord our God, you murmured in your tents, and said, The Lord hateth us, and therefore he hath brought us out of the land of Egypt, that he might deliver us into the hand of the Amorite, and destroy us. Whither shall we go up? The messengers have terrified our hearts, saying, The multitude is very great and taller than we. The cities are great and walled up to the sky. We have seen the sons of the Enochims there. And I said to you, Fear not, neither be ye afraid of them. The Lord God, who is your leader, himself will fight for you, as he did in Egypt in the sight of all. 
And in the wilderness, as thou hast seen, the Lord thy God carry thee, as a man is wont to carry his little son, all the way that you have come until you came to this place. And yet for all this you did not believe the Lord your God, who went before you in the way and marked out the place wherein you should pitch your tents in the night, showing you the way by fire and in the day by the pillar of a cloud. And when the Lord had heard the voice of your words, he was angry and swore and said, Not one of the men of this wicked generation shall see the good land which I promised with an oath to your fathers, except Caleb, the son of Jephon, for he shall see it. And to him I will give the land that he hath trodden upon, and to his children, because he hath followed the Lord. Neither is his indignation against the people to be wondered at, since the Lord was angry with me also on your account, and said, Neither shalt thou go in thither. But Joshua, the son of Nun, thy minister, he shall go in for thee. Exhort and encourage him, and he shall divide the land by lot to Israel. Your children, of whom you said that they should be led away captives, and your sons, who know not this day the difference of good and evil, they shall go in, and to them I will give the land, and they shall possess it. But return you and go into the wilderness by the way of the Red Sea. And you answered me, We have sinned against the Lord. We will go up and fight as the Lord our God hath commanded. And when you went ready armed unto the mountain, the Lord said to me, Say to them, Go not up and fight not, for I am not with you, lest you fall before your enemies. I spoke, and you hearkened not, but resisting the commandment of the Lord, and swelling with pride, you went up into the mountain. And the Amorite that dwelt in the mountains, coming out and meeting you, chased you as bees do, and made slaughter of you from Seir as far as Hormah. And when you returned and wept before the Lord, he heard you not, neither would he yield to your voice. So you abode in Cadiz barn a long time. Chapter 2 they are forbid to fight against the Edomites, Moabites, and Ammonites, their victory over Sihon, king of Hisibon. And departing from thence, we came into the wilderness that leadeth to the Red Sea, as the Lord had spoken to me, and we compassed Mount Seir a long time. And the Lord said to me, You have compassed this mountain long enough. Go toward the north, and command thou the people, saying, You shall pass by the borders of your brethren and children of Esau, who dwell in Seir, and they will be afraid of you. Take ye then good heed that you stir not against them, for I will not give you of their land so much as the step of one foot can tread upon, because I have given Mount Seir to Esau for a possession. You shall buy meats of them for money, and shall eat. You shall draw waters for money, and shall drink. The Lord thy God hath blessed thee in every work of thy hands. The Lord thy God dwelling with thee knoweth thy journey. How thou hast passed through this great wilderness for forty years, and thou hast wanted nothing. And when we had passed by our brethren, the children of Esau that dwelt in Seir, by the way of the plain from Elath and from Asian Gaber, we came to the way that leadeth to the desert of Moab. And the Lord said to me, Fight not against the Moabites, neither go to battle against them, for I will not give thee any of their land, because I have given Ar to the children of Lot in possession. The Emims first or the inhabitants thereof, a people great and strong and so tall, that like the race of the Enochims, they were esteemed as giants, and were like the sons of the Enochims. But the Moabites call them Emims. The Horites also formerly dwelt in Seir, who being driven out and destroyed, the children of Esau dwelt there, as Israel did in the land of his possessions, which the Lord gave them. Then rising up to pass the torrent Zered, we came to it. And the time that we journeyed from Kedesbarn till we passed over the torrent Zered 
was thirty-eight years until all the generation of the men that were fit for war was consumed out of the camp, as the Lord had sworn. For his hand was against them, that they should perish from the midst of the camp. And after all the fighting men were dead, the Lord spoke to me, saying, Thou shalt pass this day the borders of Moab, the city named Ar. And when thou comest nigh the frontiers of the children of Ammon, take heed thou fight not against them, nor once move to battle. For I will not give thee of the land of the children of Ammon, because I have given it to the children of Lot for a possession. It was accounted a land of giants, and giants formerly dwelt in it, whom the Ammonites call Zomzomims, a people great and many, and of tall stature like the Anakims, whom the Lord destroyed before their face, and he made them to dwell in their stead, as he had done in favor of the children of Esau, that dwell in Seir, destroying the Horites, and delivering their land to them, which they possess to this day. The Hevites also, that dwelt in Hesarim, as far as Gaza, were expelled by the Cappadocians, who came out of Cappadocia, and destroyed them, and dwelt in their stead. Arise ye, and pass the torrent Arnon. Behold, I have delivered into thy hand Sihon, king of Hesibon, the Amorite, and begin thou to possess his land, and make war against him. This day will I begin to send the dread and fear of thee upon the nations, that when they hear thy name, they may fear and tremble, and be in pain like women in travail. So I sent messengers from the wilderness of Kerimoth to Sihon, the king of Hesibon, with peaceable words, saying, We will pass through thy land, we will go along by the highway, we will not turn aside, neither to the right hand nor to the left. Sell us meat for money, that we may eat. Give us water for money, and so we will drink. We only ask that thou wilt let us pass through, as the children of Esau have done, that dwell in Seir, and the Moabites that abide in Ar, until we come to the Jordan and pass to the land which the Lord our God will give you. And Sion, the king of Hesibon, would not let us pass, because the Lord thy God had hardened his spirit, and fixed his heart, that he might be delivered into thy hands, as now thou seest. And the Lord said to me, Behold, I have begun to deliver unto thee Sihon and his land. Begin to possess it. And Sihon came out to meet us with all his people to fight at Jesa. And the Lord our God delivered him to us, and we slew him with his sons and all his people. And we took all his cities at that time, killing the inhabitants of them, men and women and children. We left nothing of them, except the cattle which came to the share of them that took them the spoils of the cities which we took, from Aror, which is upon the bank of the torrent Arnon, the town that is situated in the valley as far as Galad. There was not a village or city that escaped our hands. The Lord our God delivered all unto us, except the land of the children of Ammon, to which we approach not, and all that border upon the torrent Jebok, and the cities in the mountains, and all the places which the Lord our God forbade us. Chapter 3. The victory over Og, king of Basan. Reuben, Gad, and half the tribe of Manasseh received their possession on the other side of Jordan. Then we turned and went by the way of Basan, and Og, the king of Basan, came out to meet us with his people to fight in Idrai. And the Lord said to me, Fear him not, because he is delivered into thy hand with all his people and his land, and thou shalt do to him as thou hast done to Sihon, the king of the Amorites, that dwelt in Hisubon. So the Lord our God delivered into our hands Og, also the king of Basan, and all his people, and we utterly destroyed them, wasting all his cities at one time, 
There was not a town that escaped us. Sixty cities, all the country of Argob, the kingdom of Og and Basan. All the cities were fenced with very high walls and with gates and bars, besides innumerable towns that had no walls. And we utterly destroyed them, as we had done to Sihon, the king of Heshbon, destroying every city, men and women and children. But the cattle and the spoils of the cities we took for our prey. And we took at that time the land out of the hand of the two kings of the Amorites that were beyond the Jordan, from the torrent Arnon unto the Mount Hermon, which the Sidonians call Sarion, and the Amorites Sener. All the cities that are situate in the plain and all the land of Gelad and Basan as far as Selka and Edrai, cities of the kingdom of Og in Basan. For only Og, king of Basan, remained of the race of the giants. His bed of iron is shown, which is in Rabath of the children of Ammon, being nine cubits long and four broad after the measure of the cubit of a man's hand. And we possessed the land at that time from Aurora, which is upon the banks of the torrent Arnon, unto the half of Mount Galad. And I gave the cities thereof to Reuben and Gad. And I delivered the other part of Galad, and all Basan, the kingdom of Og, to the half-tribe of Manasses, all the country of Argob, and all Basan is called the land of giants. Jair, the son of Manasses, possessed all the country of Argob unto the borders of Jesurai and Makatai. And he called Basan by his own name Havath Jair, that is to say, the towns of Jair, until this present day. To Machir also I gave Galad, and to the tribes of Reuben and Gad, I gave her the land of Galad as far as the torrent Arnon, half the torrent and the confines even unto the torrent Jebok, which is the border of the children of Ammon, and the plain of the wilderness and the Jordan and the borders of Kinnereth unto the sea of the desert, which is the most salt sea, to the foot of Mount Fazgah eastward. And I commanded you at that time, saying, The Lord your God giveth you this land for an inheritance. Go ye well appointed before your brethren, the children of Israel, all the strong men of you, leaving your wives and children and cattle. For I know you have much cattle, and they must remain in the cities which I have delivered to you. Until the Lord give rest to your brethren, as he hath given to you, and they also possess the land which he will give them beyond the Jordan, then shall every man return to his possession which I have given you. I commanded Joshua also at that time, saying, Thy eyes have seen what the Lord your God hath done to these two kings. So will he do to all the kingdoms to which thou shalt pass. Fear them not, for the Lord your God will fight for you. And I besought the Lord at that time, saying, Lord God, thou hast begun to show unto thy servant thy greatness and most mighty hand, for there is no other God either in heaven or earth that is able to do thy works or to be compared to thy strength. I will pass over, therefore, and will see this excellent land beyond the Jordan, and this goodly mountain, and Libanus. And the Lord was angry with me on your account, and heard me not, but said to me, It is enough. Speak no more to me of this matter. Go up to the top of Fazga, and cast thy eyes round about to the west, and to the north, and to the south, and to the east, and behold it, for thou shalt not pass this Jordan. Command Josue, and encourage and strengthen him, for he shall go before this people, and shall divide unto them the land which thou shalt see. And we abode in the valley over against the temple of Phogor. Chapter 4 Moses exhorteth the people to keep God's commandments, particularly to fly idolatry, appointeth three cities of refuge on that side of the Jordan. 
And now, O Israel, hear the commandments and judgments which I teach thee, that doing them thou mayest live, and entering in mayest possess the land which the Lord, the God of your fathers, will give you. You shall not add to the word that I speak to you, neither shall you take away from it. Keep the commandments of the Lord your God, which I command you. Your eyes have seen all that the Lord hath done against Beelphegor, how he hath destroyed all his worshippers from among you. But you that adhere to the Lord your God are all alive until this present day. You know that I have taught you statutes and justices, as the Lord my God hath commanded me. So shall you do them in the land which you shall possess. And you shall observe and fulfill them in practice. For this is your wisdom and understanding in the sight of nations, that hearing all these precepts they may say, Behold, a wise and understanding people, a great nation. Neither is there any other nation so great that hath God so nigh them as our God is present to all our petitions. For what other nation is there so renowned that hath ceremonies and just judgments and all the law which I will set forth this day before your eyes? Keep thyself therefore in thy soul carefully. Forget not the words that thy eyes have seen, and let them not go out of thy heart all the days of thy life. Thou shalt teach them to thy sons and to thy grandsons. From the day in which thou didst stand before the Lord thy God in Horeb, when the Lord spoke to me, saying, Call together the people unto me, that they may hear my words, and may learn to fear me all the time that they live on the earth, and may teach their children. And you came to the foot of the mount, which burned even unto heaven, and there was darkness, and a cloud, and obscurity in it. And the Lord spoke to you from the midst of the fire. You heard the voice of his words, but you saw not any form at all. And he showed you his covenant, which he commanded you to do, and the ten words that he wrote in two tables of stone. And he commanded me at that time that I should teach you the ceremonies and judgments which you shall do in the land that you shall possess. Keep therefore your souls carefully. You saw not any similitude in the day that the Lord spoke to you in Horeb from the midst of the fire, lest perhaps, being deceived, you might make you a graven similitude or image of male or female, the similitude of any beasts that are upon the earth, or of birds that fly under heaven, or of creeping things that move on the earth, or of fishes that abide in the waters under the earth, lest perhaps lifting up thy eyes to heaven, thou see the sun and the moon and all the stars of heaven, and being deceived by error, thou adore and serve them, which the Lord thy God created for the service of all the nations that are under heaven. But the Lord hath taken you and brought you out of the iron furnace of Egypt, to make you his people of inheritance, as it is this present day. And the Lord was angry with me for your words, and he swore that I should not pass over the Jordan, nor enter into the excellent land which he will give you. Behold, I die in this land, I shall not pass over the Jordan, you shall pass and possess the goodly land. Beware, lest thou ever forget the covenant of the Lord thy God, which he hath made with thee, and make to thyself a graven likeness of those things which the Lord hath forbid to be made, because the Lord thy God is a consuming fire, a jealous God. If you shall beget sons and grandsons, and abide in the land, and being deceived, make to yourselves any similitude, committing evil before the Lord your God, to provoke him to wrath, I call this day heaven and earth to witness that you shall quickly perish out of the land, which, when you have passed over the Jordan, you shall possess. You shall not dwell therein long, but the Lord will destroy you, and scatter you among the nations, and you shall remain a few among the nations, to which the Lord shall lead you. And there you shall serve gods that were framed with men's hands, wood and stone, that neither see nor hear nor eat nor smell. 
And when thou shalt seek there the Lord thy God, thou shalt find him. Yet so if thou seek him with all thy heart, and all the affliction of thy soul. After all the things aforesaid shall find thee, in the latter time thou shalt return to the Lord thy God, and shalt hear his voice. Because the Lord thy God is a merciful God. He will not leave thee, nor altogether destroy thee, nor forget the covenant by which he swore to thy fathers. Ask of the days of old that have been before thy time from the day that God created man upon the earth, from one end of heaven to the other end thereof, if ever there was done the like thing, or it hath been known at any time, that a people should hear the voice of God speaking out of the midst of fire, as thou hast heard and lived. If God ever did so as to go and take to himself a nation out of the midst of nations, by temptations, signs, and wonders, by fight and a strong hand and stretched out arm, and horrible visions according to all the things that the Lord your God did for you in Egypt, before thy eyes, that thou mightest know that the Lord he is God, and there is no other besides him. From heaven he made thee to hear his voice, that he might teach thee. And upon earth he showed thee his exceeding great fire, and thou didst hear his words out of the midst of the fire, because he loved thy fathers, and chose their seed after them. And he brought thee out of Egypt, going before thee with his great power, to destroy at thy coming very great nations, and stronger than thou art, and to bring thee in, and give thee their land for a possession, as thou seest at this present day. Know therefore this day, and think in thy heart, that the Lord he is God in heaven above, and in the earth beneath, and there is no other. Keep his precepts and commandments, which I command thee, that it may be well with thee, and thy children after thee, and thou mayest remain a long time upon the land which the Lord, thy God, will give thee. Then Moses set aside three cities beyond the Jordan at the east side, that any one might flee to them who should kill his neighbor unwillingly, and was not his enemy a day or two before, and that he might escape to some one of these cities, Bosor in the wilderness, which is situate in the plains of the tribe of Reuben, and Ramoth in Galad, which is in the tribe of Gad, and Golan in Basan, which is in the tribe of Anasis. This is the law that Moses set before the children of Israel. And these are the testimonies and ceremonies and judgments which he spoke to the children of Israel when they came out of Egypt, beyond the Jordan in the valley over against the temple of Phogor, in the land of Sihon, king of the Amorites, that dwell in Hishibon, whom Moses slew. And the children of Israel, coming out of Egypt, possessed his land and the land of Og, the king of Besan, of the two kings of the Amorites, who were beyond the Jordan towards the rising of the sun. From Oreor, which is situated upon the bank of the torrent Arnon, unto Mount Sion, which is also called Hermon. All the plain beyond the Jordan, at the east side, under the sea of the wilderness, and under the foot of Mount Fazgah. Chapter 5. The Ten Commandments are repeated and explained. And Moses called all Israel and said to them, Hear, O Israel, the ceremonies and judgments which I speak in your ears this day. Learn them and fulfill them in work. The Lord our God made a covenant with us in Horeb. He made not the covenant with our fathers, but with us, who are now present and living. He spoke to us face to face in the mount out of the midst of fire. I was the mediator and stood between the Lord and you at that time to show you his words, for you feared the fire and went not up into the mountain. And he said, I am the Lord thy God, who brought thee out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. Thou shalt not have strange gods in my sight. 
Thou shalt not make to thyself a graven thing, nor the likeness of any things that are in heaven above, or that are in the earth beneath, or that abide in the waters under the earth. Thou shalt not adore them, and thou shalt not serve them. For I am the Lord thy God, a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon their children unto the third and fourth generations, to them that hate me, and showing mercy unto many thousands to them that love me, and keep my commandments. Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain, for he shall not be unpunished that taketh his name upon a vain thing. Observe the day of the Sabbath, to sanctify it as the Lord thy God hath commanded thee. Six days shalt thou labor, and shalt do all thy works. The seventh is the day of the Sabbath, that is, the rest of the Lord thy God. Thou shalt not do any work therein, thou nor thy son, nor thy daughter, nor thy manservant, nor thy maidservant, nor thy ox, nor thy ass, nor any of thy beasts, nor the stranger that is within thy gates, that thy manservant and thy maidservant may rest, even as thyself. Remember that thou also didst serve in Egypt, and the Lord thy God brought thee out from thence with a strong hand and a stretched out arm. Therefore hath he commanded thee that thou shouldst observe the Sabbath day. Honor thy father and mother, as the Lord thy God hath commanded thee, that thou mayest live a long time, and it may be well with thee in the land which the Lord thy God will give thee. Thou shalt not kill, neither shalt thou commit adultery, and thou shalt not steal, neither shalt thou bear false witness against thy neighbor. Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's wife, nor his house, nor his field, nor his manservant, nor his maidservant, nor his ox, nor his ass, nor anything that is his. These words the Lord spoke to all the multitude of you in the mountain, out of the midst of the fire and the cloud and the darkness, with a loud voice adding nothing more. And he wrote them in two tables of stone, which he delivered unto me. But you, after you heard the voice out of the midst of the darkness and saw the mountain burn, came to me, all the princes of the tribes and the elders, and you said, Behold, the Lord our God hath shown us his majesty and his greatness. We have heard his voice out of the midst of the fire, and have proved this day that God, speaking with man, man hath lived. Why shall we die, therefore? And why shall this exceeding great fire consume us? For if we hear the voice of the Lord our God any more, we shall die. What is all flesh that it should hear the voice of the living God, who speaketh out of the midst of the fire, as we have heard? and be able to live. Approach thou rather, and hear all things that the Lord our God shall say to thee, and thou shalt speak to us, and we will hear, and will do them. And when the Lord had heard this, he said to me, I have heard the voice of the words of this people, which they spoke to thee. They have spoken all things well. Who shall give them to have such a mind, to fear me, and to keep all my commandments at all times, that it may be well with them, and with their children forever? Go and say to them, Return into your tents, but stand thou here with me, and I will speak to thee all my commandments, and ceremonies, and judgments, which thou shalt teach them, that they may do them in the land, which I will give them for a possession. Keep therefore and do the things which the Lord God hath commanded you. You shall not go aside, neither to the right hand, nor to the left, but you shall walk in the way that the Lord your God hath commanded, that you may live and it may be well with you, and your days may be long in the land of your possession. End of side two, please.